What's going on, everybody? Corey here. Welcome back to Fly Casual. We're up to episode 210, and you're going to want to strap in and strap up because guess what? We've got some comic reviews. We got some comic news that we're going to talk about, too. And we've got some real heavy discussions. You're going to want to stick around because it's a hot, hot time to fly casual. Let's get ready to wrinkle! tell you right now you guys nothing is classier nothing known to mankind is classier than taking your mcdonald's drink cup rinsing it out and putting something else in it and drinking out of that wait what yeah see this (laughs) gross this is tea yeah this is tea Mm -hmm. but it is not tea that i bought at mcdonald's it is tea that i made all right and i was drinking a coke and i didn't want any more coke so i dumped it out but i was still thirsty i just didn't want coke (laughs) rinsed it out and then filled it with the tea that i had previously made Mm. you know what that's called divorce being an old man (laughs) it is my wife despises old my wife despises the fact how old is he He's so, so old. That he's so he, old. He knew Mike in his younger years. Whoa, oh. Go. whoa. Jeff Galuli. I'm, I'm mixing. Jeff Galuli. I'm mixing up. I'm mixing different impressions of <laughs> old <Galuli>. retired. <laughs> it's all right. <laughs> talk show host. It's that time of night. <laughs> that is that is wild. That's, that's wacky and, stuff. That's wild. some weird stuff. That's what. Yeah, well, hey, Ed. You are correct, sir. How's that Budweiser treating you, Ed? Mm, huh? mm, yummy. Wild. Yummy. Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> no one, let no one ever, let, let no one ever accuse Ed of not liking his alcohol. <laughs> his alcohol. He's a drunk. <laughs> <laughs> Wouldn't it be I'm a drunk? Because you're doing an Ed impression. Oh, Gary. You gotta yeah. do it the right way. You are right? drunk. Aww. You can never beat Dana Carvey as as uh, as as, <laughs> as the, that guy, the late great Johnny Carson, Johnny yes. Carson. and yeah. Phil Hartman as Ed McMahon. <laughs> yeah. Yes, you are correct. You sir. are correct, sir. <laughs> <laughs> so fabulous. Uh, which, which which reached its highest point, its culmination. It's it's swan song of hilarity when they did Carcinio, <laughs> which was the Arsenio yes. Hall yes. show, but it was Johnny Carson, Carson as, as Arsenio. Arsenio. Yes, but it was Dana Carvey as Johnny Carson. <laughs> Who's who's up who, who who's up in the doghouse today? <laughs> oh my. You oh, are the golden age of oh, SNL right there. The golden age. Oh man, those were it's the all days. downhill from there. I know. Emily, she loves she loves the Saturday Night Live, but I can hardly watch it. I I like want all the old like 90s modern episodes. Modern Saturday Night Live? Yes, modern. 
So anytime, oh, we gotta get a picture of this. Any, I know that Mike's got the glasses on. (laughs) Things have things have gone hog wild. Uh, Oh, I had to. Well, we're talking about the old days, so it only seems fitting. (laughs) Well, anytime I hear news about Saturday Night Live or like something pops up in my news feed, I open up the picture. Oh, is that still going? I open up a picture of whatever this cast member is that I've never heard of, and immediately the first thought out of my mind. I'm not gonna lie. I'm not gonna shelter you guys. The first thought I always have is these damn kids. <laughs> Every now, single time, like who's this dude who used to date somebody, and he he was doing a weekend update. Pete Davidson. Yeah, Pete, Davidson. Mm-hmm. Pete Davidson looks like the class clown from high school. Who to say the least? Who he who was was classless, and everybody thought he was funny, but no one liked him. You know what I mean? He looks like the kid who was a little too aggro, and all the girls were afraid of him because they knew he was actually strung out because he was doing pills. You know what I'm saying? He like should be in a Blink-182 cover band. <laughs> yes, thank you. <laughs> thank you. I've never, I don't even know what he sounds like. I've never seen, this is not a criticism of him as a performer. I am merely judging a book by its cover. He, <laughs> and that dude does not look funny to me. <laughs> like, I'm looking, I'm like, I think that guy looks like I want to punch him. He's actually an interesting cat. Is he? Do you know his story? I know nothing about Pete Davidson other than the fact that he he made fun of a veteran and he's he dated a, a celebrity yeah, and they broke up. Yeah, celebrity. He is I don't know. No, I don't, but, that's all I know. No, I found out that he, uh, his dad was killed. His dad was a firefighter at 9/11. Died in the towers. Whew, holy cow! And he is known as uh, as the 9/11 comic. He came up through New York, and <laughs> is um, that something you want to be known as? Well, he he like but he's his, allowed to. He's known for oh. making. I mean, like making very lewd and like like very crass jokes about 9/11 and like very. Topical subject. Okay, like forget that. the backstory that you just gave him that went up to that. <laughs> right. That alone fits well within my pill strung out high school dude that I was painting <laughs> yes, a second ago. Exactly. <laughs> I don't know, man. I'm gonna have to look into a little He's bit of more cray of the, yeah. the PD Daves. Yeah. Uh but yeah. I, I don't know. I, I've been I got bucked off the Saturday Night Live train in the mid nineties, yeah, man. I, it's it's hard for me. And that, was, that, while, that show is like my whole life revolved I know, around that show. I, everybody. Everybody. My whole life I st- I remember when I was back in the eighties when every once in a while my parents would let me stay up and watch it. I had insomnia as a kid. My parents didn't have a choice. I literally would sleep three, four hours a night. That's all I could sleep. You know, that's back when you had no choices. So they were always yeah. watching Saturday Night Live and like, okay. I'll oh, see my parents on. wouldn't touch it. Oh, really? Would not touch it. But And I think I've said it on the podcast before, but I'd show up at Monday at, at middle school and we'd be at the lunch table and I'd be like, what's on Saturday Night Live? Like everybody wanted to know because none of them were allowed to watch it. So I'm like, all right. And I'd, just, I'd reenact all, you know, all the bits, you know, wouldn't be prudent, you know, thousand points of light, you know, all nice. that stuff. You were your high school's Pete Davidson. <laughs> no, it was my middle school's Pete Davidson. Thank oh, you yeah, very right, much. Right, right. Yeah, it was the chubby Pete Davidson. That's his chubby short Pete there you Davidson. Go. Yeah. That's how I want to go. They, yeah, they called me the pre 9 11 chubby comic. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Hear yeah. about this Pearl Harbor? <laughs> <laughs> Hear about <laughs> this? <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait a minute. Did we cross over so, to David Letterman? <laughs> so, <yeah. laughs> <There you laughs> <go. laughs> Anybody got any gum? That was Norm McDonald. 
That was that was when I was almost bucked off. I was I was I was in for Norm. Yes. But yeah, Norm McDonald and then it was Chris Catan doing uh, <laughs> uh, uh yeah, yeah. Mike's doing keyboard fingers <laughs> right now. Yeah. It's so it's late Paul. at night, Paul Schaefer. Paul Schaefer. Yeah, who was also Schaefer. Saturday Night Live alum. Uh, yes, yes. But yeah. Oh man. Oh, those are the good old days. You got to go? I'm all out of gum. Sorry. Don't have any on me. Hey, Paul. Paul. He's good. He's been on there for like 50 years. We need to start a Saturday Night Live podcast. A retrospective Saturday Night Live cast where we just talk about our favorite sketches from back in the day. Cowbell, baby. I'll never forget Chris Farley's Farley's first episode. (laughs) And they were doing a Tom Arnold bit. Where they pulled his pants down. And he pulled his pants down because they were talking about getting tattoos on their butts. He's like, no, because this is your butt. And he pulls his pants down and he's slapping himself on the butt. And then it like cuts the bits over and... and, uh, Dennis Miller sitting there goes, did, like, I, did just I just see, see the, the new, new guy's, guy's ass? ass? Yes. <laughs> Good stuff, man. Uh, that oh was when God. fourth wall breaking was yeah. still, it felt like a, an event. Yes. Back before Jimmy Fallon came uh, along and just laughed all the time. Yeah, man. I like Jimmy Fallon uh, now, but I couldn't stand him yeah, when he was on Yeah, maybe now, but yeah. Yeah, he's one of my wife's favorites, and I'm just like, how? Why? <laughs> I was like, him and Horatio oh. Sands would just get on the screen and laugh at, he'd laugh at themselves the whole time. Yeah, and I, and I couldn't stand it. And, and it's funny, because when... <laughs> When Family Guy made fun of that, I was like, I have never felt so well represented in my life. Where he's like beating the crap out of Jimmy Fallon. He's like, who do you think you are, Harvey Corman? You haven't earned it. And I'm like, that's exactly what I say. I'm like, they think they're, he thinks he's Harvey Corman. He's not Harvey Corman. Now I'm really old. Yes, really we've been old. saying this. We're doing some Carol Burnett now, baby. I know. Carol Burnett just received the, the Carol Burnett La- Lifetime Comedy Award. I know. Carol Burnett she... received her own award? Yeah. Which, wow. by the way, and, and she swore that she would show up every year to collect it <laughs> <laughs> because she still got it. One of the funniest people in the history oh. of oh, ever. Sketch comedy, man. I pulled up Dear YouTube. Lord. I pulled up YouTube videos. I don't know, like Christmas or two ago. We're at my parents' house, and I pulled up YouTube and just started playing old Carol Burnett bits. And my parents had no idea these were out there. Yeah. And they just wanted to sit for hours and just keep uh, going. And they were howling. I mean, yeah. we were too. But I, mean, I, well, I remember that as a kid. My parents always had the Carol Burnett show on. Oh, man. And we'd just sit there and just laugh oh, and laugh. Tim I Conway. used to, as a kid, oh. as, a, as a very small child, I would actually get emotional when the closing credits would run because I was so sad it was over. Done, yeah. You know what I mean? And she's sitting <laughs> sure. there, a little cartoon her mop on the floor. <laughs> you know? Ooh, 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 you know? Yeah. Uh, oh, tug, tug in her ear. Yeah. Tug, well, that was before. Yeah. That's when she was doing the sign off thing. But yeah. Then Tim Conway shows up, and that's what broke Harvey Corman. Yes. Oh, every time. Tim Conway just just shows up out of nowhere. I mean, I don't even know if he'd been doing like some like guest spots or I don't I think the Don Knotts movies came after. Maybe they were some before that, but because he teamed up with Dead Buddy from right. Don Knotts. Yeah. He shows up like the dentist sketch. <laughs> oh my gosh. You know, what, you know when Harvey Corman was the funniest? When was ever? that? Star Wars Holiday Special. Yeah, That's true. He was. Yeah, he was. Now you're talking my language. Four arms yeah. are funny. <laughs> oh yeah. He didn't break during that. He was like he was like Emerald before Emerald. <laughs> Bam. Bam. Let's kick it whoa, up a notch. Whoa, whoa. You just and blew my mind. Whipping, whipping stir. Are you telling me that Zelbar or whatever his name is from Futurama? Is actually based on an Emerald version of Harvey Corman from the Star Wars Holiday Special. <gasps> 
I just blew Maybe. my own mind. Is it what's his name? Melbar? Zel- what what was his name? Melbar, yeah. Bam! Bam! <laughs> Bam. <laughs> we'll kick it's it up really a little bit of spice, weasel. <laughs> Good. It's really close to emerald. I forget what it is. Yeah, something. Emerald. There you go. Nailed it. First try. Right. <laughs> yeah. Elzar. Elzar. Yeah. I was. I was making that. the right vowel sounds. At yeah. Least. Yeah. Elzar. That was. Yeah. Good stuff. So but- he's re- Harvey Corman. <laughs> Mixed <laughs> with Emerald, with Emerald, Harvey yeah. Corman from the Star Wars Holiday Special, the 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 TV cook with four arms, <laughs> yeah, mixed with Emerald Lagasif, the TV cook at the time that Futurama came out, right? Yeah, it makes yep. perfect sense. These two things were combined to give you yep. Elzar, Harvey Herschel Corman. You heard it here first, stir, probably. Whip, stir, whip, stir, <laughs> whip, whip, stir. I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you all you young whippersnappers. Mike's Mike's breaking now. All you whippersnappers, if I you have it. if you've never watched any Carol Burnett, please, please go out and YouTube Carol Burnett Dentist or whatever and watch Tim Conway like break the the long time like Harvey Corman was the top of the game. He was like the best stage like sketch comedian there was watch Tim Conway just literally break him in half and just oh my gosh one of the funniest sketches I've ever seen in my okay, life so injecting every part of his body with Novocaine accidentally yes oh yeah. my gosh okay oh, so that sounds hilarious I it just, was <laughs> it was as funny as Yo Gabba Gabba Garrick so I, I just <laughs> pulled up YouTube and somebody has created a it just sp- added Mo at the end of gear <laughs> <laughs> <It's> so funny <laughs> gear Mo is it? <laughs> Come on, man. It's hilarious. <laughs> Dude. I thought there was more to the joke. Oh, my. You're <laughs> All right. So on He's YouTube. eyeballs. <laughs> YouTube. Are they, wait, are they googly eyeballs? Uh, yes, they abso-freaking are. Oh, mm-hmm, that is mm-hmm. kind of funny. Mm-hmm. I think about That's it. how they get I you. I do like googly eyeballs. Pull you in with the googly eyes. Yeah. Like- <laughs> <laughs> what, Mike? <laughs> Somebody has created a 10-hour loop on YouTube of Harvey Corman saying, stir, whip, stir. <laughs> it is a 10, literally a 10-hour loop. Now, that is the greatest Perfect. Star Wars content of, of the All 21st century. Time, All yes. time. Is a 10 oh, That needs to go on our Reddit page. <laughs> yeah, I'll put that on the subreddit. Just Harvey Corman, stir, whip, whip, stir, whip. Oh, my gosh. Amazing. Because here's the thing. Here's the thing. Someone didn't just do that and compile it. They actually had to put that together and then go, I, I better watch it to make sure that's not messed up <laughs> for 10 hours. Got a quality is, check, man. That is amazing. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Fly Casual. That's us. <laughs> We're at episode. We're How do you have enough hard drive, hard drive space to render that? You don't. That's why you had to put it on the YouTube. <laughs> yeah, you rendered it straight to live. Live <laughs> Like, oh man, I can only generate nine hours and fifteen minutes of Harvey Corman saying three. But I gotta have ten hours. But it's gotta be ten. It's so gotta like three be ten. terabytes. That's of what the voices in my head have told me. <laughs> yes. Exactly. <laughs> the guy went out and built a custom rig. He's got a server rack just to render Harvey Corman <laughs> in drag. Going whip, stir, stir, whip. 
the holiday oh, the holiday special is the gift that keeps on giving. <laughs> it is. Sure it, is. it is a beautiful thing. From That's Art Carney forgetting his see. lines. You have to you have to suffer through that if you're a Star Wars fan, if you never have. It's true. Because <laughs> at least once in your you, life. You yes. can now say you did. Once in my life. I'm someone who needs me. It's like rite of passage right there. It really is. Yes. I, that does. That distinguishes a fan from an Uber nerd. You know that was my first eBay purchase I ever made. <laughs> I think yeah. you've told me the this. First right? eBay purchase. I was there for it. <laughs> yes, you were. You were there for all month and a half it took to get it. <laughs> we, I think at one point we're like, "This, this is not happening. It's not going to happen." I, Buying we stuff did. on the internet is dangerous. <laughs> this will never catch up. It's going to show up and it's going to be anthrax. The, and the funny <laughs> thing was when it did finally show up after I reached out like several times, going because. I was afraid to buy anything on eBay because I was like, I ain't gonna give somebody on the internet my money. <laughs> yeah. On the internet, there what was are you no, crazy? there was no PayPal. I don't know these people. There was no, there was no <laughs> PayPal no, like, or pay, pay after shipment or right. You, you literally know, you, paid someone the money and then they go, yeah, okay, I'll send you some stuff maybe. <laughs> we'll see. You know, we'll see. Hang in there, pal. I think I can take a one star on this one. Yeah. Not a good average. I could go ahead and field a down, a, a, a thumbs down. Um, but yeah, I, uh, I I bugged him and he never responded. But then it just suddenly did show up like a month and a half, two months later. And they pull out and it literally was in like one of those silver uh, VHS sleeves <laughs> with like the rainbow colors on the side, like the rainbow stripes. You know, those yep. old like generic blank VHS tape things. It's like a and, JVC video cassette. Yes, exactly. <laughs> and we pull it out. We pull it out. We pop it in. And this was a copy of a copy of a copy of a copy <laughs> so of bad. a copy. It was That's almost awesome unwatchable. God help us if we still tried to watch it on a high-def television today. Our eyes would melt oh, yeah. out of our yeah, heads. That would be awful. We'd look like uh, the end of uh, Indiana Jones. Yes. Yes. Yeah, but just the eyeballs. Just the yeah, eyeball just the parts. Eyeballs. They right. would be made No, I don't know. It might be the whole face. It could be the whole face. I looked into could the be. light. Yep. Yeah, I'm telling you. And then, yeah, we 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 made it an event for our little, our little groups, like little holiday uh, celebration that we did every year back then. One of the things we always cook breakfast and we sat around bleary eyed because we all got up at like 5 a.m. And we're sitting around to, and I'm not going to explain all the activities we did that morning because yeah. there could be some crimes. <laughs> some of it that may, statute of limitations might not have run out on. Some of it may be illegal, but all of it would be <laughs> kind of lame. So it's like it's that, <laughs> that crossover of illegal and lame that you're kind of ashamed to tell people about. Yeah. So uh, but then we uh, we made breakfast and we watched Star Wars holiday. So I pulled down my little 13 inch TV in the lobby and we're all sitting around bleary. Like we're all tired and we're watching this and we're like, What? What is the this? heck is this? I'm like, I know, right? I read all about it. And then as it goes on, even I'm starting to go, okay, it's just a bunch of Wookiees growling oh, at us. Yeah, for the first 45 minutes. <laughs> yeah. I'm not lying. YouTube. 45 minutes. This oh. is well before YouTube. We did we, this is before you could watch anything you wanted on the internet. Right, right, exactly. And we're like, we're like literally from the white nerdy video that yes. we now did. We've got this yes. tape, and we're like, oh, we have the Star Wars holiday special tape. And uh Man, the the best part, the highlight, like that morning, the thing we loved more than anything. Watching the commercials? All the commercials. Yeah, commercials oh, were great, were man, epic. from the 70s. The commercials. You know, Wilford epic. Brimley was pitching Quaker Oats instead of diabetes. <laughs> <laughs> he was trying to get us to eat stuff and put brown sugar on it to contract the diabetes. He was oh, a savvy no. guy. <laughs> Made a lot of money selling diabetes. Well, I think it's in the long term. <laughs> Stand back. Watch this. 
Commercials were a little different in the seventies. More sugar on there. Wilford Brimley, who also of Star Wars fame. Wilford Brimley. That's true. For Rizzle. From the Ewok Ewok movie. Yeah. One of them. One of them. Not the Caravan of Courage. The other one. Yeah, he drops an F-bomb in that movie. Apparently. (laughs) A children's movie. Nice. It's a children's movie. I didn't know this, but uh, we realized just tonight that there's an honest trailers of the Star Wars Holiday Special and the two Ewok movies, Ooh, and nice. in it they said then Wilfred Brimley drops the f bomb, <laughs> and then they they played and like showed it. Wow, he really did. <laughs> he really he wasn't facing the camera, but it's clear as crystal. So there you Word. go. Outer space, my lad. Outer space. <laughs> That's my, thingamajig. My favorite quote from uh, Cocoon. Anyway, welcome back to Fly Casual. Uh, I am your uh, prognosticator of prognosticators, Mr. Corey T. Wilson. On my That's left, <laughs> uh, sporting the Autobot team and black horn rim glasses, I believe they're Army guy. Surplus, is Mr. <laughs> Michael J. Archibald. I am three and a half in, minutes into the 10-hour video of Stir. Stir. I want constant updates throughout this episode. Yeah, um, I want to know what's going yeah. on in the stir yeah. Well, I want you to rate it after and you're whipping. Done. Make sure you rate it after it's you're cool, It's like Cool Whip. Whip. Cool whip. whip. <laughs> For whatever reason, I thought you were going to say Cool Runnings. <laughs> no, no, not that. Peace be the journey. <laughs> yeah, not the Jamaican Bob. Song, come on, yeah. you did. That's a great movie. Come on. <laughs> I watched that movie last year, or no, two years ago. Cool Runnings. I, I, yeah, I, I mean, I popped out the DVD that I own and <laughs> put it in the DVD player that I also yep, own yep. and watched it with the <laughs> you kid. You own a lot of movies. Don't I, though? Watched you can it, access them very quickly. Watched it with the kid. She loved it. That movie kind of holds up a little Timeless. bit. Timeless. It holds up in the perfect campy way. Yes. Even in the 90s, that movie was campy. Yes. It's historical. That's why. Yeah, it's historical, historical and campy and accurate. Yeah, <laughs> and completely to a accurate yeah. in every way. <laughs> every it's line, the documentary was spoken in real life. Cool Runnings. <laughs> Dougie Doug was actually on the Jamaican bobsled. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> but he went by a different name. He didn't go by Dougie Doug. So what is it they say when his they're... name was Sonka Coffee? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Feel the rhythm. Feel, Feel the rhyme. Yeah, buddy. Okay. I need to watch that again. It's bobsled time! That's right. Over at Magic Troll, Mr. Stephen J. Howie. Um, speaking of movies you need to watch, The Lobster. <laughs> oh, no, you don't. Oh, it's on, it's it's on, on Netflix. Netflix. It's, uh, it's on don't. Netflix. <laughs> no, it's terrible. We've it, talked about it The Lobster. It is on Netflix now. On this wait, 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 wait. Did you no, watch it? I did. <gasps> I did. I've, well, I thought all you guys did. I didn't know oh, that you no. guys did. I, I have not I watched did. it. Oh, you have not no. watched it. <laughs> I'm not that. That movie talk- is <laughs> it's good. <stuff>. Terrible. <laughs> when we talked when we talked about it last, when I went into great length and we got criticized, <laughs> but because I gave a play by play of you virtually did. the entire film, the whole thing. That's that's, that's the whole story. in a Star Wars podcast. Yes, yes. Um, that at that point. Only you and I had seen it. Okay, all right. So I, fe- I felt like I've seen it. I, I was intrigued by your this, your play by play description. Yes. So I went out and watched it on Netflix, and I regret every minute of watching it. <laughs> you too can regret every minute of it. <laughs> Go right now. And watch it. That's the thing. By I the feel end, like the end credits. I'm like, what? Why? Why did I do that to myself? <laughs> I feel like, but there, here's the thing. Here's the thing. I agree with you, and I feel like everyone should have to go through it. <laughs> yeah, 
that's true. I if don't want to be alone. It, so do you. <laughs> it's like when I made you guys watch Batman versus Superman. Uh, and I hate you for that that's still. That's true. Damn it. But, but yet. But yet I still hate you. Yeah, right? It's perfect. <laughs> Aquaman is a good movie. Whoa. Sorry. Did I say that? Whoa. Did I say that out loud? Ooh. Whoa. <laughs> you said that with cup hands. I don't know. I was Aquaman was the stuff, man. So I the, liked it. So does like, he talk to fish? Like a lot. Does Just he talk saying. to fish casually? He's like leaning against okay. an underwater rock. He's like, he, hey, what's up, flounder? He, he does talk to fish. <laughs> so, bro. It's actually kind of uh, cool. You got to see it. Hey, Mike, mm. the, the hole in your crotch is getting bigger. I know. It's awful, <laughs> isn't it? Yeah. Now we got- Howie, I told you that's called a vagina. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Poor Howie. He's got to look at my crotch all night. <laughs> Actually, as, no, as, no, as opposed I'm, I'm to I'm enjoying it. Like, he doesn't have of to, course, but he does. Yeah, every, have to. Everyone enjoys it. <laughs> yes. So, sure, he does. For, it for anyway. your sake and all the listeners, Mike wore a pair of jeans tonight. Some work jeans. <laughs> it's, it's, it's the wears, jeans he wears. The when jeans he, he wears to work, <laughs> which is when clients. he goes, goes to see Garrett's no. mom. Yeah. Well, yeah, Garrett's mom. At Easy the time access, of his but... arrival, the hole in the crotch of said jeans was wide enough for maybe Righty to tip out. <laughs> oh, no. Now, I think he's just sporting a full-on pair of denim chaps. It's like a, is that like a power play you use at work or something? <laughs> so you want to buy this house or what? Dingle, dingle, dingle. <laughs> These are not... my nut, aren't you? You like that, don't you? Oh, no. This is why we should never start recording after midnight. I've said I this. I know. Like, so many times. Have we even like said the, the word Star Wars? Gremlins, right? You know, record after yeah, midnight. we are like That's the right. gremlins of podcasts. That's, That's what you get for feeding me after midnight. All yeah. right, where's the water? Oh, my God. My boom arm just broke right in the middle of that chaos. My boom barm. My boomed. I just... <laughs> I held on for the boom. So what are we doing tonight anyway? We doing I don't know. Everything's breaking. <laughs> <laughs> are there things happening? I don't know. This is our discussion topic. Uh, cross spawn and down a fuse, Mr. Garrick, not Jay Hardy. Oh, I thought I was... We're only right here. Is that, this is as far as we got. Inter- yeah, we're still we're, in introductions. We're 47 minutes in, and yes. Gee, yeah. Eric, not Jay Hardy. No, yeah. we're hey. yeah, literally like 30 minutes. I'm but Still here. That's great. Here. Yeah. That's great. Been here for the last 30 minutes. All right. All right, everybody. There you are. Yeah. Moving right along. Drink. I did. Do, 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 do. And oh, review. Do, 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 oh, do, do, do. I guess we should probably talk Hit about the button. It. <laughs> Hit the button. Hold on. Monkey, hit the button. It's not facing the right direction because the boom arm gave way. Have to do some final adjustments. Yeah, anytime. Anytime. And. Comics? Corey, you I like do. comics? I do. Like the comics. Yeah, you do. Have you ever read a comic? Have what? you ever read a comic in your whole life? I look at the pictures. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he reads it for the pictures. I understand that's like, that. That's really 70% of a comic is the pictures, I would say. Right? Depending. At least. Sorry, yeah, while I traverse the room mid-cast. Yeah. There's no real uh, story yeah. involved. No. You just look at the pictures. Right? Yeah, yeah. It's like picture books. Picture so pages. Comics picture pages. Well, not a lot. Not so fun with picture pages. Not so many. Not yeah. fun to get your pen and kind of your pencil. All right, listen, we guys. We a... got the old PBS shows I purged know, out of our system it. earlier. <laughs> yeah, come on. 
<laughs> he started singing. I couldn't help myself. It's the most energy I've seen out of both of you in a second episode <laughs> in a long time. It's not going to last. <laughs> we're, we're, up, we're at reviews, so all right. it's all downhill for me. Hey, sure. reviews! The plan is to keep to keep talking about old TV shows <laughs> simultaneously while doing reviews. While oh, doing yeah. reviews, also random songs. That's how we're going to yeah. keep you guys engaged. That's yep. our bread and butter right there. Uh, that's true. <laughs> we should really reclassify ourselves in iTunes where we fall. Yeah, that's as probably genre. our first hundred episodes. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, you see the next hundred? I don't even think we talked about Star Wars in our last first hundred, right? No, um, no. I don't think that. I mean, it would have taken us that long to get around to it. At least yeah. twelve of those were just talking about poops. I was going to say, I think most of it's fart jokes yeah. and then, you know, Papa Jen. So, wow, Which we've matured a lot. Pretty much fart then. joke embodied. <laughs> yeah, because he's old. No yeah. fart. Yeah, no fart. Yeah. Yeah, so we had Star Wars. Yay! Had some uh, Age of the Republic. Oh. A couple of one shots come out. And rest in peace, Vader. The comic is dun, come to an end. Dun, Thank oh. goodness. Dun, dun, what? Dun, dun. Uh, that was the quiet, somber version. I could tell. Uh, I know it was. Yeah, it yeah, was right. after yeah, he had um, given up the ghost. Yeah, Empire Strikes. That was the disco version. Yeah. I got that too. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, Star Wars. Uh, so we get a little uh, storyline here, and I I don't know how I feel about this. Uh, Maybe. You guys, uh, you guys remember? You guys, Scar, Scar Squadron. Remember them? Huh? I do. I yeah. remember. I remember. The uh, the the, uh, the uh, stormtrooper with the lightsaber. Yeah. Remember that, Corey? I huh? unfortunately do remember that. Yeah, you do. Well, you thought he was dead. Did I? He ain't. Well, is, this, is this fifteen eight or fifty nine? I don't know. Fifty nine. Oh, bloody fifty nine. Fucking hell. Fifty nine. Right. Yeah, fifty eight and fifty nine. Yeah. Ding. Yeah. So they're back. At the end, they kind of uh, make a new appearance because we thought they were all dead. Uh, we thought uh, our rebel heroes had killed them, but apparently they are more resilient than we thought. They're here to get Princess Leia, Han Solo, and Luke Skywalker back to the Empire for, I guess, to be killed or something. Um, okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, if you remember, our heroes are hiding out. Right? Yeah, they're on a planet of uh, it, this planet. Kind of reminds me of like the old canon Mandalore, where the, it's kind of like a farming-ish society where everyone works for their food or whatever. But they all they everything is like trial by combat. They at one point Han Solo bumps into somebody at the bar and he's like, "Ah, trial by combat." <laughs> Damn, let's go outside. Shut up, Tyrion. <laughs> Yeah, so it's a very like militaristic slash uh, agrarian community that has like one rich dude there, I guess, uh, <laughs> who, the, who our heroes are staying with. Well, this is interesting because <laughs> uh, Princess Leia uh, was betrayed by the princess of, uh, of of that planet. I can't remember the name of, uh, but now she's swearing revenge. And I thought this was kind of strange because she wants to like. Like destroy the the uh, whole infrastructure and yeah. economy of this planet. Yeah, it was odd for her. I'm for like, her that character. doesn't seem like something uh, Princess Leia would do per se, because she was all about the hopey, lovey, get people on board without, yeah. you know, destroying their entire planet or their uh, at least their economy. 
Um, but then about, I got you're talking I got about Show think, Turin, right? The, the, yeah, the ones that had, been, yeah, that had yeah, yeah. Uh, betrayed her. That and and yeah, yeah she's yeah. When we left, last left her, she yeah. was uh, in her bedroom. Um, Han thought he was getting ready to hook up. <laughs> Instead, she was in there saying, "I figured out a way how to sabotage this planet." <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was kind of yeah. strange. It was kind of strange. Yeah, and then I got to thinking about it. So it, uh, the last few issues have has been that major defeat that the Empire had struck against the Rebellion that's kind of uh, talked about in the crawl of Empire Strikes Back. And uh, it kind of got me thinking, like, she just lost, like, a vast majority of the Rebel fleet. She lost a bunch of good generals. And now it's kind of like Leia's walk through the dark side, kind of. Like, she's... She's kind of on this uh, on the ropes, like everything's not going to plan. She doesn't have any uh, really close allies anymore, except Luke and, and Han. So it's, it, to me, it's kind of I, I don't know where they're going with this. And I hope this is the direction they're going. Like it's her flirting with the dark side, which we haven't really seen too much of that, even in the old canon. And I've always been kind of interested in seeing her being tempted and seeing what would happen. Right. It's so, an interesting so take. I like that. Yeah, so I'm hoping it's something like that. And at the end, she kind of has this moment where she realizes, like, oh, I'm kind of like becoming Vader, where I'm just destroying this planet that Vader had already gone to and destroyed himself. So um, I'm hoping that's going to be the the final outcome, because I think that would be kind of cool. Actually, I think you're probably onto something there, because I did notice that when Leia said that, did you notice, I mean, Han kind of looked at her like, is that coming out of you? Yeah, so it's like, where'd it, this come from? Yeah, right. So, I mean, so the comic seems self-aware. So I, you might be right. Maybe, yeah, yeah, we're seeing just a little, I don't know, character development with Leia. So that, that's yeah, cool. So that, that's cool. That would be cool. Uh, yeah, just to say, like, Leia's always been the paragon of virtue. And she's always the, the hopey, lovey type. And even, I mean, that's not realistic. Um, and I like to see a more personal Leia more like you know that struggles we have with yeah real yeah like a realistic like how a real person would act and and that's kind of cool to see um so yeah Yeah. we'll see where that goes uh like Karen like we discussed in the last episode this is Karen Gillian's run Gillian 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 and then uh after this next arc he'll be out so hopefully he ends it on a on a good note there we'll see yeah. Speaking of Karen Gillan, uh, Vader has come <gasps> to an end. The second Vader run of the <laughs> again has come to an has end. Ended again. Again. <laughs> until later in the year when a new Vader arc starts. But anyway, <laughs> so this whole arc has been about Vader building building his castle on Mustafar, and in the previous issues, the reason he's doing this is to open like a gate into like some weird out of time dimension. Uh, I think we kind of like, we're assuming it was that one that we saw in the rebels TV show. Yes. Um, so at the end it, of the it last feels issue, that way, not, not exactly. Does. No, it has. It's, right. Yeah. It's there's similarities there. So this whole issue, Vader basically uh, opens this, I guess, tear in space time or whatever. And is able to transport his inner self, <laughs> I guess. And it's it's very strange. So in past, let me back up a little bit. So in past issues, he goes into his meditative state, trance, and he's 
he's a swirl in the like imagery wise in the in the comic he's a swirl of red and black mixed together where where his limbs that he's missing are white so he he assumes that kind of form in this uh new i guess interdimensional space or whatever and he kind of and it kind of walks you through his life and there's some very intriguing panels before, in before here. Before you get in there, I mean, he literally, <laughs> when he walks into this, that what Garrick's describing, he literally sheds the, um, his yeah, Vader, Vader body. His yeah, Vader his, body is shed, and he mm-hmm. walks out as the spirit version of, of Anakin, which is yeah. which I've loved the whole time that they've done this. Oh but. yeah, I mean that's that's one of the most visual visually striking things that star Wars has done, I think in recent Agreed. times. I mean this, cause yes. yeah, <laughs> it speaks volumes. I mean, it's, it's great. Uh, yeah. So he kind of walks through the steps of his life as he goes through here, looking for Padme to rescue her from, I guess, death somehow. And you, there's some, some uh, panels that people are tweaking on. Uh, I think a lot, maybe people could be reading too much into, maybe not, but uh, at first you see Smi Skywalker, pregnant with him, uh, Anakin, and you see, and then in the next panel, you see the emperor with his like arm, uh, over her, her, or his, uh, hand over her belly and like doing something. And you see a swirling dark mass in there. So I'm, I'm assuming, you know, (laughs) he had something to do with Anakin being born. I don't know. Basically what they're yeah alluding to people are, is this basically saying that Palpatine and people have theorized this for a while that Palpatine is the father of Anakin in some way. And this scene of post daddy. Yeah. I I mean, the Darth Plagueis novel, uh, he he and Darth Plagueis like perform some ritual and this is that this is legends now, but they perform some ritual that caused the force to impregnate Smee with uh, like a dark side um, baby, I guess. It's very, <laughs> you have to read the book. It's, it's, it's weirdly, it's like a, a weird concept, but for some reason it made sense in the context of the book. But uh, I don't know if that's what they're kind of alluding to, but it was, a, it was a very strange panel to include in this comic. We'll say, I think it's an interesting one and it sparked a lot of conversation, which is, oh, fun. Yeah. I mean, it's always fun, you know, hearing people's theories on this, but yeah, I, Personally, I mean, this is just my take on it because this is the hot thing that everybody's talking about right now. You know, to me, I think people are reading more into it than I think was intended. Yeah, but um, yeah. but again, I mean, it's cool that it sparks discussion. And at the and, same time, haven't there been some official people where they're like, "Hey, does this mean that Palpatine was involved with Anakin's birth?" Like like Pablo or somebody? Then they go, "Yeah, everybody knew that." <laughs> I Which is know. Pablo's response I, to everything is like, yeah, why are you even asking? Say, like, he's whatever. so he's so flip anymore. I don't I don't I don't I even know. I don't even read his stuff anymore. <laughs> I don't either. And I don't even when someone says this is what Pablo had to say, I'm like, I don't even believe him. Sometimes yeah. I feel like it's like his answers are based on what he had for breakfast. I think that it, I think at one time he enjoyed that. I he, he can tell he just doesn't even enjoy this. Yeah, anymore. he he's he's definitely fatigued with the the Star Wars like <laughs> onslaught of yeah, fanboys like, hey, what about this? Everything small that's happening, panel, uh, everything that's happening in this comic, comic could be happening in Vader's head. 
Well, yeah, yeah and that's I mean, the whole that's thing, the thing is just right. a meditation. And, well, and as I think as you go it on, is. you kind of see that. I yeah. mean, this is his perspective. Yeah. And I mean, obviously, it's the force telling him something, too, you know? Mm-hmm. So, I mean, there's all of those different forces at play here. Well, so. yeah, there's, if, if there's I can a pa- go ahead, there's a panel in this that if you remember the the early episode one posters where Anakin's kind of standing next to a yes. dome structure and there's a, the shadow is his shadow is Vader. That's actually a panel in this comic. Yes. And then Vader jumps out and tries to grab <laughs> young Anakin. So obviously a lot of this stuff is just like trippy dream world stuff. Right. Yeah. Uh, kind of yeah. nightmarish. Yeah. Yeah, very nightmarish. But here's the thing. I mean, what I'm getting from this comic, what I'm what I'm getting from this whole issue. And by the way, if you like to look at pictures, you can still read this comic in about 30 seconds because there's not a lot of words. <laughs> no, there's not. Yeah. Um, and it's all words from the movie, basically. What I what I get from this comic is that what they're tr- what I'm, I'm I don't mean to sound like a high school English teacher, but the symbolism uh, that that I'm pulling from this is that Vader is confronting the fact that everything that was Anakin was all staged. Like his entire fate up until he became Vader and, and then becoming Vader was staged. It was all like, it was never under his control essentially is what he's Mm -hmm. confronting. And at the end, like, but, but what that does is it does not, it does not quell his hatred. It just makes him split it. If you look, and this has been this way anytime Vader's has meditated save, you scroll through the whole comic. I mean, I mean, flip through the whole comic. It's red. Like the predominant color is red, 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 whenever he's in these. But if you get to the last few pages, they're blue. And that's when Vader's coming out of his, uh, he's coming out of this like state that he's in. Right. And he's talking to Palpatine. And I think the sim- there's symbolism there where Vader is basically he's acknowledging what has brought him to where he's at. And maybe that this right here is where he turned the page and said, I'm not just going to kill murder and be the emperor's pawn. I now know who I blame for everything, which yeah. is the emperor. Right. So it's and- that corner where Vader becomes ready. The balance. <laughs> and that's why you see the on the very last panel. It's half blue, half red. The coloring in the background is half blue, half red. Whereas almost any time throughout this whole series when Vader's been in meditation, it's red, 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 red. You know what I mean? Or fire and flames. It's half blue and half red because, and he's standing there. He's still full of rage. He's still full of anger. But now he knows where he wants to focus it. And everything from here forth is going to be all about slowly putting those machinations together to find a way to take his vengeance out on Palpatine. I don't know. Maybe, maybe I'm grasping his straws, but I felt like I was pretty plain. Yeah. I, I, I think you're right. Cause this whole, this whole art, or the whole line, I guess for all 25 issues, uh, basically it started right after episode three. Like he's coming off the table. Yeah. That was issue one. Yep. So this is him. He's still grappling with the death of Padme. Like it's not even been a year maybe. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I think, I think you're right. He's, he's kind of, he's kind of coming to terms with, what he's become right uh, by by looking at the past, but th- yeah, like while doing that throughout the series, like the emperor's like, go do this, go do that, you know, go kill Joe Castanu and all that stuff, right? And Vader's yeah. just like, okay, you know, and he goes and he does it, and you're like, what? That why? But the whole time they're inserting in these little these little moments of reflection for him that we really love, right? And then here we get to the end, and he has the big final one where he's literally facing all of his personal demons, good and bad. 
You know what I mean? If you can have good demons, in this case, like facing what he did to who, and he's not he's not dwelling or regretting, he's not converting, he's not flipping, he's just focusing. Yeah. And, and, I, and I like your, that. To your to your point, uh near the end of the comic, uh, he uh is in this like wasteland and he sees this giant blue light, and out of it comes a figure that pulls out a blue lightsaber. And I don't know if this is supposed to be his light side or oh, no. something else. Luke. Yeah, it's I'm, Luke. I'm look at the Luke. look at in the in the, yeah. the fourth panel. He's got the pockets from uh, Bespin, which hasn't yes. even happened yeah. yet. Oh, I OK, go ahead and say your piece. But I want to tell you what my take on that panel was. OK, go ahead. See, my take is like he, he does. He, I don't think at this time in this comic, he knows Luke is his son. So I think that's the light side of the force still in him. And he's still not able to overcome it. And it repels him out. Like, he, even though he's been through all this crap and he's seen all this stuff and he's, uh, he's seen Padme die again in this panel, but in a more horrific manner, I think it, to me, it kind of symbolizes like, yeah, even though he's gone through all this, he can't, he still can't overcome the light side inside of himself. And he I can't. He can't go rep- full Kylo. Yeah, and 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 Luke. <laughs> yeah, he can't go full. And Luke kind of represents that light inside himself as his son, mm-hmm. even though he might not know he's still alive. Who knows? But uh, that's how I. I okay, saw it. so when I saw that panel with, I, I think it's clearly Luke. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, and that's clearly Luke. He's even his, got like the little belt holster thing. It's yeah. clearly Luke from Empire Strikes Back yeah. in his Bespin gear. Yeah. I was like, dude, he's meeting Luke on Dagobah right now. Oh. <laughs> like Isn't that the, the coolest the damn cave? thing? Like in yes, the cave. in the cave. He's meeting him oh, in the cave. Oh, that's way better than what I <laughs> okay. said. Okay. I didn't think that. I don't necessarily believe that. I want but, that to be but true. I have so goosebumps. Bad. I have I literally have goosebumps. Look at I know at the thought of that. Like that's that insane. seriously gave me goosebumps because it's like flow walking almost yes. at that point. Well, that I mean we know, thing. Well, we yeah. know that Vader is in the space between time. You know, right? Or what we believe is that, and we know it is kind of the stance that 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 Luke. T- I mean, you're yes. seeing it ultra close up, but that's yes. <laughs> oh man, I almost want to get out and do a frame by frame and see if the artist actually drew it that way because <laughs> you see him in silhouette twice, and then you see him close up with the lit lightsaber, right? That's <laughs> awesome. And then, and then. You see, like Vader is getting struck. You hear there's like a, like you have the the lighting of the lightsaber, and then the striking down of Vader, who's not holding a lightsaber in spirit form, right? Dude, I think you might have a really. <laughs> you might be right. That's insane. I saw that. That's one of the most like, badass things I've seen in any Star Wars comic ever. If that's the case, and 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 I oh, think almost anything ever in Star Wars. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. If that's if they're facing each other through time, oh my god! <laughs> and so yeah, that even like more to my point about point. how he wakes up right after that, right. and now he's more focused. That makes the point I was making even more salient. Like even more like, oh, <laughs> now he knows there's something out there to go for. Well, and it's I mean, think about it. I mean, think of the oh. poetry here too. Luke is facing the dark side there, and Anakin is facing the light. I mean, oh my! It's just yeah. Mike. Oh my! 
like, That's quit great. trying to make me like Shakespeare. <laughs> <laughs> Joking, I love Shakespeare, but still. This is like temporal Shakespeare. It's awesome. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I <laughs> never, because there's not temporal. other, other than the silhouette stance temporal. in the, the, in the, in the outfit that the silhouette is wearing. Yeah. There's no other uh, imagery to make yeah. you think of Dagobah or anything. There's no, there's no swamp. There's no lizards. No, there's no uh -uh. holes. Like you've really got to be looking for that to figure that out, Mike. Well, <laughs> again, the, I mean, the, the thing that did it for me was that it's clearly Luke in his Bespin garb in, in that stance. Yeah. So, and the Bespin garb is what he was wearing when he was, when he puts his jacket on yeah, and he, right. and he puts his blaster holster on, which he's wearing in right. this, if you know, yep. that is Luke. And we're you pretty won't sure need those. Yeah. Your weapons, you will not need, need them. them. <laughs> Only what you take with you. Yeah. I like how Luke looks right. back and goes, yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> One of my favorite looks. We'll see about that. Yeah. All right, Greeny. <laughs> There's a couple couple Greenies in this in a panel few uh above here. But just even even his his you know, meeting Padme again and the way she dies and I don't know. The I mean, this whole comic is just very powerful and just really puts you in the inside the mind of Anakin. You know, at this point in his life, and uh, I just I love this comic. I love how it yeah. wrapped. I loved how I mean they set this up almost from the beginning. I mean, we saw the the meditative Vader like I don't know two or three issues in, right? So this has been yeah. a long arc. I mean, this is a great payoff to me to get to this point. I mean, right? It's pretty amazing. Wow. Yeah. So uh, it's sad to see it go. Um, That's a high note, yeah. though. Yeah, it is. Uh, so has know. it been official that there's multiples of Yoda race? Yeah, Yaddle. Well, yeah. Yaddle was in that, episode okay. one. Yeah. I, yeah. Yeah, yeah. She's on the Council of Masters in episode one. I didn't I don't yeah. remember. That's Yoda's girlfriend in my head. <laughs> yeah, in everybody's head. <laughs> <laughs> they did it. Yeah. yeah. They had hot anyway, green sex. So uh that uh, Vader run was probably I don't know I think I liked it better than the original one because there was a lot of depth in this one. Yes. Although yes. Vader down was still really good. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Guys, Whatever. I'm looking at a screenshot from the cave. Yeah. That's what he used. That's what he modeled the picture. <laughs> I mean, it's it's I I need to put it up on the big screen because it's a very JPEG compressed screenshot. But yeah, it's that stance. Yep, the hands are in that position. The holster is exactly offset from the yeah. <laughs> wow, that artist cares a lot more than most of the readers are going to notice. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Absolutely. Wow, that's great. That is Good super job. cool. Good job, Yay. Mike. Found that out. <laughs> you know what? If you want to see a side-by-side, -side, I'm going to put these on Discord. Do it. You're going to want to join our Discord. Go to the subreddit, Fly Casual subreddit, and find the Discord link and join us because I'm going to put these right in there for you to take a peek at. Awesome. Yeah. So we had a couple of Age of the Republic come out. Had an Obi-Wan and a uh, Django Fett. You know Django? I do. Yeah, uh, The uh, clone father of, uh, well... I mean, Boba's a clone. So Boba's a clone son of Django. The the clone source. The cl the clones. What are you I thought that these. What are you I'm first, glad man? these two came out back to back because there's kind of like a little mirroring going on between these two. Because uh, it was Obi Wan taking kind of you know leading around Anakin, showing him the ropes, 
And then the Jang- the Django uh, was oh yeah uh, was leading around Boba yes yeah, Boba yeah. so it's kind of like two sides of a of a, a different coin I Little guess parallels yeah <laughs> I, I really like the Obi Wan one I a did lot. too I loved that one actually yeah that was really good these have been like overall except for maybe Darth Maul. Uh, the Qui-Gon one I thought was excellent. The Obi-Wan one was excellent. I wanted more of the Qui-Gon for sure. Oh, yeah. We need more Qui-Gon. <laughs> and I'm hoping that that comic sold really well so they maybe get something in their head to make more. Um, the Darth Maul one was okay. I I like the Django, uh, Django Fett one. Um, it w- obviously wasn't the best one, but uh, I like to see a little Boba Fett action. Uh, he's getting trained by his dad. Yeah, his actually, <laughs> the Django Fett was almost more about Boba Fett. And it I really was. kind of yeah. liked that. that. I mean, I found that more interesting than... I mean, I think going into it, I was kind of hoping we'd get more backstory on Django. Good luck yeah. with that. It's probably all locked down. <laughs> yeah, no, we didn't. Yeah. It was, I mean, it was, it was more backstory. Boba, but I mean, it was... It was, bat- a, oh, it was mean, ba- a- being baptized by fire for Boba. It was a good. It was a good story. Yeah. There was a little bit of backstory in Django. Basically, very little. <laughs> uh, Count Dooku comes to him and he's like, "Hey, you we want to make you clones and stuff right. out of you." You see him he's meet like, Darth okay. Tyrannus on the moon, the moons of Bogdan or whatever. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Moons so of Bogdan, he basically got it. like, he's like, "Hey, we need you to make some clones out of your your DNA or whatever." He's like, "Okay." I need lots of money. And also, like, one other thing. And it was Boba Fett. That was the other thing. (laughs) An unaltered clone. An unaltered clone of myself. It's like, yeah, he's just showing Boba the ropes. And it's cool how he kind of lets him sink and swim at his own peril, I suppose. Um, Yeah, so, yeah, it was interesting. Kind of wanted a little bit more Boba Fett. I think that'd be cool. A little Young Boba Fett Chronicles. Going on, yeah, yes, Boba Fett. Guys, I'm still Boba floored Fett? by Vader fighting Luke. In the game. <laughs> I, I, I can't. I should have saved that for last. Damn oh it. my god, I cannot. Like I'm having a Star <laughs> Wars been, internal crisis. I haven't had since like using Vong trilogy <laughs> or trilogy. After that is just like billion crap. It's just like crap. Oh Everything my gosh. <laughs> Nothing in the movies has come even close to that in the last. Yeah. So the, oh, those wow. comics, how that 25 issue run is worth owning. I mean, it really is. Even yes. if you're a collector, even if, even if you're like marginally like comics, if you really want to like go get the trade paperback, one comic, read the 25 issue uh, of version two of Darth Vader. Right. So it's, it's, it's really good. Very, very Front well worth it. It's a great addition to the new canon. Yeah, um, so I want to scream this at the internet, but I don't want to spoil it either. <laughs> <laughs> well, it came out like it's been out two for a weeks while, ago, man. Yeah, but I still feel it. like people are going to miss it. Like that's the thing; I don't think people are going to pick up on it. I haven't, necessarily. I haven't heard it's already been spoiled it. on the internet a lot. I mean, not that particular not this section. Particular, not that Most, yeah. Mostly, people are tweaking about Emperor embracing. Yes. Well, the yeah, I saw, yeah, that was everywhere, yeah. and I still think yeah. that's a little out of hand. Yeah, yeah. I think that's a stretch. There's a later panel I forgot to mention where. Uh, Anakin, young Anakin, little little young Anakin wakes up from a nightmare, and Shmi is comforting him. And in one panel, you see her arm, and it has that same gauntlet that the uh, Emperor was wearing in the earlier panel. So, uh, yeah, who knows? There's a lot of interesting imagery in here, and I think yeah. that it's right. To this look was this was this Kieran Gill, uh, Gillen that wrote this, right? 
We need yeah. to hop on Twitter and, and DM him. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, hey, man, don't quit. Don't quit, man. Well, no, we no, need, to, we say, need to ask him, dude. I'm, I'm we, making the image right now. I'm, I'm seeing I'm in something. Photoshop right now. <laughs> I see something Bro? and I just want Bro? straight from the horse's mouth. Is this what you intended? <laughs> yeah. You might, well, you, you might, might wanna, not want to ask the question. You might just want to leave it. Well, he might not know. I think, did he, is he the writer or the artist? Uh, he's the writer, right? Yeah, he's a writer. I'd like okay. to think that that intention would be part of the writing. You'd well, yeah, so. I mean, that's where the direction comes from. The artist just takes the writer's vision and, and <clears throat> who'd yeah. you say wrote it? Illustrates it. Karen Gill. Karen Gill. I think. Charles uh, Soule. Oh, it's Charles oh. Soule. Okay. Never mind. Oh. oh, yeah, he's on Twitter. He says a lot. He's very active on Twitter. We should ask him. <laughs> Don't ask him publicly. Oh, why not? Should I DM him? Yeah, DM. DM. Don't they have to follow you back if to DM someone? No, there's like a new there's a new way that that works or something. Oh, nice. Okay, yeah, Charles Soul. He writes. He used to write Daredevil. He's a cool guy. Yes, yes. Yeah. So yeah, that's all I got for comics. Check it out. Get Vader. And uh, some of the other ones, if you want. That. Most the Age of the, of the Republic stuff is good. Yeah, so I'm they, liking it. Do they print these out in a like a uh, like a book for trade all the paperback? trade paperback? There will be a trade that, paperback at some point. Yeah, I yeah. I don't know if this, they'll take all these mini this stories. This would be one of the ones I would I'd want. They would probably like eventually make it. They of, of the Age of the Republic, make an omnibus. no, of the Vader, the Vader. Yeah, they'll definitely do the Vader's. They, they usually put. I mean, on a twenty-five issue run, what would you say? Like two or three trade paperbacks, yeah, Garrett. Two or three, and hopefully an omnibus at the end. Yeah, I'd rather uh, have the. Omnibus. Yeah, that's what I would rather have. Yeah, but awesome. I don't know if they really typically do the omnibuses. Um, uh, recently, I don't know. I haven't seen any omnibuses of any of the new Star Wars at this point. I haven't either. Maybe they're waiting uh, until the sales drop so they can uh, put those out or whatever. Yeah. Who knows? Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Well, well someone stick though. Porkins kid with a stick because it's time for the Porkins by the week. Again? Doing it again. It's crazy. I don't know if y'all know this, but I'm at best. The dude will play the Jar Jar Binks. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that guy. You may have thought he played a greatly reduced role in the subsequent episode, the following episode one, and its media backlash. That's what I would have thought. But what you may not realize is that he also did a little bit of writing for episode two. What? In fact, in the script, when Yoda done whooped on Count Dooku at the end, the script pretty much just had a placeholder in there. And I'm at best had martial arts dance training, so he said, I want to be involved. So he wrote much of the choreography for that scene. Oh. You know what? I just in cool. that video today, yeah. I mean, that's his background. That's what he he's he was in, in a, he was in Stomp. Yeah, Stomp. Mm-hmm. Yeah, martial arts. Um, he had martial arts training and uh, he uh, he he wrote how that scene play out. His original idea was apparently, and I think a lot of us would have maybe gone for this. I think a lot of people arguably, because, you know, that that scene is divisive. Mm-hmm. Uh, I liked what it. What scene? The, Yoda when Yoda fights? just flips out with the, the lightsaber. Yeah, Yoda really? crazy. 
Yeah, there are a lot of people that didn't like that. I I loved it. That's the only good scene in the whole movie. (laughs) (laughs) I loved it and then loved it even more when he just calls his his king back to him and starts walking slow again. Then then I'm like, "Um, now you got me. Now I'm all in. That was a great touch. That was was (laughs) the most brilliant touch. But um, use the force to do that and then goes back to his regular body. Oh, yeah. Ooh, still aching and hurting. Oh, man. Um, But either way, his original, uh, I'm a best original idea idea was actually have Yoda basically uh, more stationary and like fighting with force powers while also using the force to control his lightsaber around him. Oh, wow. Ooh. Which that could have been That'd really be cool, too. Interesting. But but yeah, basically, uh, yeah, he like he Darth helped, Treya. Yeah, he helped. He helped write and choreograph that scene. Wow. 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 Did not he, know that. Jar Jar mm-hmm. could whoop your butt. Good That's on what, Ahmed Beth. That's what Porkins kid is for. He brings the noise and the funk. Speaking of funk, funk, it's time for some deep dive discussion. Right in the butt. What <laughs> funk? Wow. Funk. Straight up butt funky up in here. Oh, we know how Garrick like, likes his butt funk. Shit. Oh, yeah. Kick it in the butt funk. Well, let's, uh, funk, let's funk, get all in up the butt, butt in funk. the bunk funk. What's a butt funk? Bunk funk. Funk funk. Funk funk. Sounds like funk, a really funk. awkward 1970s baseball player. <laughs> so, yeah, it does. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Turn it, Pat. Mr. Bunk Funt. I keep doing Bunk Funt. <laughs> bunk the bunt. Well, we got some interesting. Let's go, Bunky. We got some very interesting and completely not related topics tonight. So this is oh, sweet. Be kind of on some, this podcast, I yeah. won't have it. No, 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 sir, no, sir. <laughs> you guys, you guys, but that Vader panel though. I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> Corey's sweeping, baby, dude. Uh, you blew my mind, and I've needed my mind to be blown for a long time. I've been waiting. I need I've been my waiting to share mind that one. to be blown. <laughs> Never mind. I was say like, and I cited against it. Uh, I know. I what know. are we talking about? What are we talking about tonight? Well, the first item that's up for grabs, cosmicbook.com. Cosmicbook.com? Yeah. Awesome. Cosmicbook? Yeah. Cosmicbook! <laughs> okay, so when I first saw this, I really paid it no mind because I'm like, yeah, whatever. You paid Jabba Nobata? <sighs> yes. <laughs> You'll pay Jabba Nobata. But then, then the internet took hold of it and they went crazy. So Internet, like, well, what are you doing? I guess we got to touch on it. Um, so supposedly there's this new rumor out that uh, Han Solo is going to be back in Ep Nine. Have you guys heard of this? I've heard that. Have you heard about this? <laughs> yeah. We're going to cover all the old late for- night hosts. <laughs> I've been saying you know this. You, this? <laughs> you know this. <laughs> you guys won't listen to me when I say he's not dead. How do we make fun of Jimmy oh Kimmel? God, how do we do it? Jimmy Kimmel? Yeah. Uh, we just tell stories about his son's medical issues. I don't or, that seems inappropriate. Yeah, or yeah, girls jumping on trampoline. There you go. Sicky socky, sicky socky. <laughs> oi, oi, oi. All right, nailed it. <laughs> um, so yeah, so there's this rumor that uh that uh, and I can't remember where the genesis of it came from. Um well, what good are you? Look at it real quick, but um, so anyway, I mean this like I said, it sparks all kinds of I compl- have lots of questions, Mike. I know it has a lot of people asking questions, but, uh, I, you know, it got me thinking, I'm like, well, okay, so how do they do this? Let's assume for a moment 
that he is going to be an F9. I mean, how do they do this? Obviously, obviously. You did not see him die. Oh, God. I knew this was coming. He <laughs> fell in a pit, but he wasn't a <laughs> Sith. <laughs> Yeah, how did I have a whole song about this prepared? He didn't die. We haven't stretched out, so we can't do our choreography. That's right. By Ahmed Best. <laughs> okay, so it's either going to be a flash. It, well, it has to be a flashback. I mean, that's about your only option, right? No. I say it's an old hollow vid that Leia's watching with a tear in her eye. Oh, he ain't dead. I'm just saying. He ain't dead. He ain't dead. Nope. Why would he be dead? He's not dead. Yeah. If you haven't Nobody. seen him in the bed, he's not dead. He's not so, he paid job. But I like bottom. that. I'm going to use it. Okay. So, um, but this begs the other question, right? <laughs> I mean, are they bringing back Harrison Ford? And I really, really, really have to believe that they are not bringing back Harrison Ford. I don't think because Harrison, Harrison Ford, Ford would be like, are you kidding me? Well, right why now, why right? don't they have like a flashback with Aaron Alden, right? Alden, Aaron, right? Aaron Alden, Alden, Aaron, Alden, Aaron, 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 all of them. <laughs> Every just, last air and like how My my goodness, would you quit it? I know I'm awful. I'm awful. But awful. Uh, I mean my get my guess here because they're I mean they've told us that they're using Carrie Fisher footage from The Force Awakens. My guess is that some of that footage also includes Harrison Ford because the two did scenes together. And my guess is we're gonna see some kind of something with those two in it. Now, again, if yeah, is it going to be in a holovid? Is it going to be in a, a flashback or a dream sequence? Who knows? I'm not sure I care, honestly. Um, but, I mean, the idea that, you know, Harrison Ford as Han Solo is coming back in the Flash is about as believable as, so, the Flash is in as this movie uh, Mark what? Hamill coming Flashpoint? back as Luke. You know, in, in the flesh, resurrected Luke. That's It's just not happening. It's just not going to happen. Well, I mean, thoughts? I don't know. I already told you my thoughts. Yeah, me too. Coming He's back alive. full on, right? Full yeah. on. <laughs> He's going to kill Kylo back. Revenge killing. Now, you know what would be cool as hell, which they're not brave enough to do. I mean, we've got all these fan theories now, these uh, new fanboy wet dreams that will never come true. But um, if in some kind of... I don't know, dark Sith magic-y thing or majigger or whatever that, you know, he brings back Han, maybe even Luke, who knows? I don't know. What if uh, that seems Ray goes back cool in time me. and resets everything? Ooh, uh, that could happen. No, bite my ass on that one. I <laughs> Whoa. But in the process. <laughs> Eat my Prince, open b-hole, Howie. In the process, um, Princess Leia has to die. Hmm. Mm. What if Ray gets the Infinity Gauntlet? No, if that could happen, it. snaps it backwards. No, 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 no. If Ray goes back in time, three full snaps, and make sure. How that... many? How many snaps? Does the first snap count? And then you do two more. <laughs> can I? Can I have a, a practice snap? <laughs> no practice snaps. <laughs> you know, if you keep doing it, you you still won't eliminate everybody because you you'll just have half a person. It's, just, left it's like a half life eventually. Yeah. Just saying. Hmm. Hmm. Han's not dead. <laughs> so nope. anyway. Hashtag forever. I guess, I guess not much to say there. Kind of kind of dumb. I don't know. I like it. Again. You like it? Yeah. I yeah. don't know. <laughs> you don't know, huh? I just hey, maybe JJ saw uh, 
the last Jedi, and he's like, "Hey, Brian Johnson can do flashbacks. So can I." <laughs> flashback. Well, well, JJ kind of did a flashback, right, with a Force stream, sort of. Yeah, I guess Maybe. it's yeah, kind of. Was it a flashback? We don't know. It was a force stream with some flashback. I don't know. I think you do know. You know, Howie? I think you, I think you have, Howie. Nothing really matters. (laughs) Anyone can see. All right. I can, I can see we're not going to have much discussion on this topic. I I, I don't, I don't, (laughs) I don't know what to say about this. Yeah. It's it's really it's gonna be a holovid or a flashback. Hokey? I mean, is it is it hokey? And, and will it add any depth to the movie? See, I feel the same way about this as I do the these people that want Luke to be back, like fully resurrected, embodied Luke again. It's like, look, you guys made a decision. The decision is there. Don't 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 do no. Ha. Can't do that. So, they do it in soap operas all the time. <coughs> Yeah, they do. You're right. You're right. And when I'm right. You're, you're right. right. <laughs> Nailed it. Mm, I don't know about that. <laughs> I don't know. I find it hokey and stupid, and it's like, you know, too late. Sorry. Move along. We still talk about Han Solo. Seriously. I guess. Honest to God. Seriously. Okay. Uh, I, 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 the reason why I'm not even weighing in is because I'm going to have the same reaction I have to every rumor about episode nine is... I don't know. Which is, I don't know. I have no idea. I don't, I am neither excited about the idea. It's not that I'm not excited about another movie. I am. I'm just not excited about any of the ideas or small things go with it because nothing, nothing can be anything other than disjointed from what's come so far. It can tie stuff back together, right? There can be continuity that's re-sewn back together, but at this point, like Mike keeps saying, the end of Ep Eight was there's a no clean cliff- was a clean break. Right? There's no cliffhangers. There's you nothing know, for it, us it to It wrapped want. so hard that now it's like hey, I don't. You could tell me that's going to be all about ET, and I'd be like, well, okay. that'll be that'll probably be fun. <laughs> <laughs> we might get zombie. Uh- Zombie Han Ford. Solo. Yeah. There you go. Ooh, well, he's come yeah, back for his dice. It's a totally different movie. Sith reanimated. Yeah. Ooh, maybe uh, maybe Kylo goes all Buffalo Bill and gets his body and w- makes a Han Solo suit. <laughs> oh. <laughs> would Would you lightsaber me? I'd lightsaber me. <laughs> now, see, I was going to go a different direction. <laughs> He got lightsabered. Oh, dear God. I was gonna do a take on the puts the lotion on its skin, or else it gets oh, the it gets the slimy mud hole that's again. That's not where my head went. <laughs> no, no, it sure isn't. <laughs> nope, there is no. Hmm. Garrick, where were you at? <laughs> Have the Minox stopped screaming, Clarice? My my uh my force dream world is way different than Vader's. <laughs> Apparently, <laughs> well, there is a <laughs> awkward. <laughs> Sorry, I was I was swallowing some snot, so you just gotta give me a minute. Oh, that that makes it way better that you clearing explained what happened. Yeah, sorry, <laughs> clearing the throat. Anyway, there is <laughs> another post that has been um, generating a lot of fan response on the internet this week, and uh, I had all of you guys. I don't know how many. Of you, did, how many of you guys actually watched this? 
that I asked you to. 30 seconds. Wait, which one are you talking about? Which one are you going to talk about? We were going to talk about this fan film. That, oh, I watched uh, that. Me too. Did you? All right. So at least mm-hmm. two of us, have, or three of us. Howie. How, how when we I saw it was 16 hours long. <laughs> I was like, forget this Howie, noise. Howie, or, or Howie, 10 minutes. But Howie, yeah. when there's only one colon, it's minutes and seconds. If there's two colons, it's hours, minutes, and seconds. It's not 10 hours Howie, like Harvey Corman. Howie, you're a programmer. You need to know this. <laughs> spin whip. Spin whip. Yeah, I'll give us an update. Yeah. Where are we at? Are we on whip or spin? Uh, How many minutes spin, in? Spin whip. Spin. <laughs> oh, man. I, uh, nah, I, lost, I lost count. Sorry. You don't even. I've got it. it I've got it on Discord now. You can go check it out on Discord. <laughs> People are going to be very disappointed. They wanted right. to see that the whole time on the YouTube videos. They did, and now they can watch. And, no, uh, when they listen to our podcast. Well, no, they can experience it themselves, my my friend. Oh. There you go. Okay, so this fan <laughs> film has generated sixteen hours a long. Ton, no, sixteen minutes. This fan film has generated a lot of buzz. So here, here's what happened. So this guy, let me give you his name real quick. I think his name is Star Wars Theory. Yeah, Star Wars Theory is his channel. That's and, not his uh, real name. Well, that's his channel name, buddy. You don't know his parents. You don't know. <laughs> Mr. and Mrs. Theory? Yeah, yeah, I do. Star Wars Theory. His first has, name is uh, Charles, not Star Wars. Has posted a video. It is called Vader Episode 1 Shards of the Past, a Star Wars Theory fan film. Okay, so this uh, has nearly 6 million downloads in like, I don't know, a week, week and a half, something like that. So mm-hmm. it's generated views. Uh, views. So this has generated a, a ton of buzz around it. And uh, um, apparently this guy spent $100,000 putting this thing together. <laughs> and uh, with the success that he is seeing on this, they're putting together a, a, another fundraiser and they're trying to raise another quarter mil to make the rest of this guy's uh, episodes, I guess, as part of this. And uh, the reason I I feel like that this has generated a lot of buzz is because, well, you know, over the past year, there's been a lot of, I don't know, infighting, I guess, in the fan community. Wait, 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 wait. What, what, what? There's wait, no trouble community? in paradise. Star Wars? <laughs> Star Wars there's community? No trouble in paradise. No, I know. What? 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 You're anyway, crazy. I feel like that uh, with uh, all the things that have transpired over the last 12 months, this actually has been kind of a bright spot, at least in my opinion, because this seemed out of nowhere <clears throat> to really kind of bring the fan base kind of back together. Remember when and, we used to get fan films all yes. the freaking time? Yes, all the time. Yes. Half the time it's like, oh, hey, we're we're a couple of Asian brothers and we went out in the woods and rotoscoped lightsabers onto sticks. <laughs> and we're like, this is the best thing ever. You know? Well, you know what? The weird thing is, is that, I mean, these fan films have existed this whole time. I mean, there's still people doing them. Yeah. But, you know, why did this one gain so much traction and, you know, and others not? And, um, you know, and all that good stuff. But, uh, you know, again. Because you know, it does some of the same stuff that the Vader comic did. That's yes, why. You're right. Yes, yeah. it's actually very it, it well done. Very, it was very similar to the Vader comic. Yeah. I mean, is it? I mean, in yes, terms, it very is like eerily similar. All right, so for you guys that have have watched it, I yeah. mean, is this? I'm trying to think. Of Did a, you not watch him, Mike? I have watched. You, it. To watch it. <laughs> you, you told me it. over three different types of media <laughs> to watch it. I've watched it. Strike it sure. But I'm trying to ask you guys a question now. I, I can't. I personally can't think of a better fan film than this. Whoa, 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 
Star Wars The Last Hope is a level of art. Oh, I'm sorry. That you cannot ascend, my friend. <laughs> pee on hope. this. You can't beat R2 saying pee on this. You know what More. you really you know you really can't beat is you can you can find behind the scenes blooper a blooper reel for that. Really? Of that video? Of that video. Oh. And that's pretty funny, too. Oh, wow. <laughs> we got to do that after we record. That's so meta that I'm just breaking right now. A booby. I'm breaking like Harvey Corman over here. Wow. Okay, the so testicle. I do stand corrected. Giant hurt ball. <laughs> okay, so something that's not in the genre of comedy. <laughs> Oh, non-comedy. Oh. Non-comedy. Mm. Something that takes itself half serious. Mm. I don't know. I mean, what what did you guys think, Garrick? What did you think, man, when you saw this? I mean, what was your uh, what was your impression? Yeah, there's some parts that were off <laughs> to me, like Vader uh, was a little bit weird. But I mean, it's a fan film. But the story was pretty intriguing, especially yeah. near the end, uh, where he gets sent to. Uh, they don't tell you who he's after but it was uh interesting to see who that might be i guess yeah um, but there was there's a lot of cool dialogue between vader yes. and the emperor yes and uh i you know it did seem a lot like in the comic where you know vader hates the emperor and the emperor is like hey if you want to be a true sith you got to kill me at some point right and you can kind of in the in, in the fan film you see like the emperor still has Vader on a leash and Vader's still this like little kid who is not going to buck authority or whatever. But yeah, um, I, I personally I enjoyed it. I personally so love the that. visuals were amazing though for like, a fan yeah, film. Yeah, they the, were pretty the good. The effects yeah, and the sound film. editing were were about as good as you could uh, as good as you could hope for. Really, yeah. Um, you know the the set scale. Some of, well, the scale of some of the sets. Yeah, we were talking about the the throne room felt kind of claustrophobic a little bit. Claustrophobic, <laughs> a little empty. They had their little triangle wall sconces and stuff like yeah. that. But I mean, that's not going to take away from. No, it, it really didn't for me. I mean, no. If anything, what you're saying is, this doesn't look like a professional movie. Yeah, well, you know yeah, what I mean? Right. But you, I mean, but then you go, oh wait, this is a fan film. This is really good. Yeah, for a fan film. right. Yeah. How yeah. are you going to put this together? Exactly. Right. right. Um, the costumes were great. Yeah. Uh, you know, they're they got kind of a guy that's kind of a quasi lookalike to play Palpatine. He did good. Yeah. I think there was someone else doing the voice. They were leaning into it kind of hard, but it was yeah. pretty good. Um, I the funny thing was, I really liked the whole dream sequence. Uh, at the beginning, you know, a little bit of a spoiler, but of Vader having sort of like this dreaming, raging out on Palpatine and blaming him for everything. But now I'm seriously having trouble separating it from that Vader comic stuff we just <laughs> talked about. Like, I'm really having trouble because it's thematically so similar uh, yeah. at, at, at pulling those apart now. But, um, the f you know, I'm going to be honest. I have no idea what to expect. I don't know who he's hunting. Mm -hmm. um, the, the acting in it is okay. Palpatine gets a little touchy. Yeah. Like like Hansy with right. Vader, who's, right. which I'm like, I feel like no Palpatine always needs to have like like uh, like dead kitty paws, like yeah, the, the kitty you right. stepped on my paw limp wrist thing, right? You know, like Peg Bundy hands. Yes. <laughs> that's yeah, what Palpatine's. So yeah. I was a little, I'm a, you know, I was a little off put by that, but that's fine. It's fine. I'll tell you what, though, I I know what they were going for there, and that's one of the most intriguing things that I find about this relationship between. Um, 
Anakin and Palpatine is that, I mean, it's, yes, it's a classic Sith master and apprentice relationship where the apprentice eventually has to kill the master. Right. But there is almost an affection there between them. Yeah. Or at least, at least Palpatine toward Anakin. It, yeah. And it's strange because he's got his hands on him. Like he's got his hands on his like clavicle, like the thumb rubbing the cow of the shoulder. And he's kind of <laughs> like, you must give in to your okay, hatred. You must that's use that's your his rage. Daddy. That's his daddy, bro. <laughs> I'm, I'm bad daddy. Sep- separate that minute. But think back to Revenge of the Sith, right? Right. When Palpatine goes to Mustafar and when he sees Anakin laying there as a quadriplegic now, mm-hmm. what's the first thing he does? Or a nun to Pelagic, if you know what I mean. Yeah, right. (laughs) It's not that they didn't move, they weren't there. But when he sees him, Palpatine himself goes to him, kneels down in the ash, and actually puts his hand on his head. Yeah. So, I mean, to me, it it rang true. Even though it might have been awkward in the film, Mm -hmm. it still rang true to me. So, I I like that. No, I didn't find that awkward at all, actually. That was one of the more endearing moments. Yeah. Um... I, I I liked this. I re, I really did. But the I think I would have liked it more instead of being part one of a story where Anakin's going to go Jedi hunting somewhere, right. and also Palpatine's going to come along for the ride. Apparently, in super secret, that it was just this, which is why I'm having sure. trouble separating it from the final issue of Freedom <laughs> Vader because that's exactly what that was. It was just that. Like here's the sure. culmination of all that. This fan film's exploring the same thing. Now, why why is it happening on multiple fronts? I don't know because it's a lot more goddamn interesting to look at these details nowadays than to just drum up some rando new shit and not justify it in any way. Right. New shit's fine. You got to justify it. You got to ground it in something. People are craving the grounding that got ripped away when the legends became legends. We had all this electrical grounding gone. I just, I, I think so. And we're getting in a broader discussion here, but I think that's that's where, no, no, no. And that's fine. That's where I think maybe. Disney and the new filmmakers have gone a little astray. I mean, they just really needed to hook us on these characters. But that's exactly why us... people love Rogue One. Well, for that many other reasons. But Rogue One is grounding. The yeah. whole movie is grounding. Right. It's filling things in. Right. It's making a more complete picture rather than making the picture that you already had make less sense. Look, I'm gonna mm-hmm. I'm gonna just say this right now. The Jin Urso character. I love leaps and bounds above Ray. I'm sorry to say it, but I, I do. would not have agreed with you until Ep Eight. After <laughs> Ep, no, after Ep Seven, I had enough intrigue about who Ray who she really is, was, right. and I, I would agree with that that sentiment. But yes. now, as things stand right now in 2019, I'm like Ray. Yeah, I don't, Ray. Ray and Ep Eight needed that that Luke moment, like from empire where Luke, I mean, his whole world came down crashing around him in empire. Yeah. I mean, it was, he was just left in shambles. At yeah. The end of Whereas that her whole world just stayed as is. Yeah. And at the end, <laughs> you want to know your parents are there? Nobody, I guess, oh. you know, at the end I of that slightly better. Yeah, yeah. I was gonna say at now the end she of, can lift rocks. I was gonna say yeah. At the end of that, she's lifting rocks and hugging people and slapping them on the ass on the Falcon and all that mm-hmm. shit. I mean, they were, they were she just to get her hand cut off, guys. WTF? <laughs> Seriously, she's got a complete first edition Jedi text. <laughs> yeah. yeah, the whole set, Hot the whole, set. The whole set, complete. There mm-hmm. you go. Even signed by Yoda. Yeah, <laughs> he used a little electrical current Probably. to sign his name. I don't know. <laughs> but I mean, back to the broader point there. I mean, but it's because, and and that's one. I mean, I I, I feel that way about Jen Erso in one movie. Then and 
you know, over Ray over two movies, which we should know a lot more about her, and we don't. No, you know, yeah. it's because I felt like there was a full journey in one movie with Jen Erso. You know, that we saw her as a child, and that you know she was separated from her family, and then and you didn't even read the book that was the supplement yeah, beforehand. Sure, which you know, still I kind of blame I kind of blame JJ because I still think JJ doesn't know yeah. the storytelling difference between the, the fact that one. with with Star Wars with Star Wars and Empire when Luke when we got that big no I'm your father reveal it wasn't because there was a mystery that needed solved it was because they're like you know we wrote it this way but we could take this and do this and it would change everything and they're like yeah let's do that whereas with ray and i and i almost part of me almost pities ryan johnson for this jj took uh episode seven and and said hey there's a bunch of mysteries you guys there's there mysteries. Go. There's a bunch of mysteries. Solve the mysteries. You don't know what they are. Right. You don't know what they are. And we walked out of the going, we really want to know what they are. And then Ryan Johnson gets it. What am I supposed to just like fill in the choose your own adventure? Sure. I kind of feel for him because that's but, actually, yeah, no, that's actually kind of sloppy on JJ's but part. See, okay. But see, the, the, and but again, JJ already getting, had it all planned again, out. Again, we're getting here broader here, right. but I mean, that's what you get when you don't have someone at the top that insisted yep. Yep. that they have an overarching story in place yep. that the filmmakers come in and fill in the blanks. Yep. I, I, I'm sorry. I mean, they needed, I, I mean, all they needed to do at the beginning of this process was define point A and point B. I just, I don't think you can build a trilogy on unanswered questions. I think you have to come up with you have to answer a question and and then ask a new question at, in your first installment and then answer a question and ask two more questions. Like, you know yes. what I mean? It has to yes. build right. rather than start right off with a bunch of questions and right. then say, eh, we'll get there. Right. You know, well, uh, Force, like you said, Force Awakens asked a bunch of questions. Sure did. And then Last Jedi pretty much said none of those said questions matter and we're done. And maybe, but maybe if it had, let's just say it wasn't Star Wars and it hadn't screwed over a lot of people's expectations, maybe Ryan Johnson has a point. Maybe we shouldn't be hanging our movies on the questions that weren't answered in the last movie. Maybe they should be able to stand on their work. I mean, I'm sitting, you know, I'm playing the devil's advocate like crazy, but I'm being I mean, honest. Yeah. I'm being no, honest. That, that's fine. We're going I, into F9 going, well, I don't know what to expect. F8 well, kind of closed stuff off. Maybe that's an argument for Again, that. I've said over and over that I don't blame Brian Johnson for The Last Jedi at all. I yeah. blame I blame leadership at the top. Yeah. You know, because, you know, I think he made the movie that he was, uh, uh, you know, told he could make. So, yeah. I, I mean, I it's just not a very good movie in my opinion, but, um, <laughs> you know, it just, I, he did what he did because he was told he could do it. So, yeah. you know, it just is what it is. Anyway, again, this is because there was no overarching story yeah. going into this process. You know, I think they made a mistake. I mean, I but, that, but see, honestly, but I see think that's they, the thing when you go, we're making a trilogy and you don't have that plan. Right. You're right. screwing yourself. That's a problem. The reason why the original trilogy worked so well was because they built, they didn't have that plan. They had a concept. They had and they built on it and they changed it going in. Well, going as back, a cohesive unit right. of like agreeing that this was the best going back to that. I don't know. No, 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 you're hitting on it. I mean, going back to that original trilogy, I mean, we all know all the drafts that it went through before we got to New Hope, right? Mm -hmm. So by the time he got to a New Hope, he had so many story ideas floating around. Yeah. That by the time they got to Empire and Jedi, he pulled those he pulled concepts from those original drafts. Yeah. And he made a, a, a neat little story out of it. Well, that never that process never happened. For the sequel trilogy. So, yeah. anyway. But that, but that Vader fan flick, though, am I right? Yeah. Good. Yeah. 
<laughs> the Vader fan, the Vader panel. Yeah. He's he's bringing us back, man. He's bringing us back. Yeah. I already tweeted at the author. Did and, you? And I posted a side by side image on. Showed Discord. him. <laughs> I did. Wanna, anyway, I, I want I, him to wake up and answer me again. My, my <laughs> I mean, my larger comment on this fan film. I, I appreciate and I like the fact that this has kind of brought everybody back around to just talking about Star Wars and. And uh, yeah, these these broader concepts, and and we're talking about we're talking about the story and the fiction again, as opposed to being at each other's throats for stupid crap. So mm-hmm. I don't know. I that, I mean, to me, that was kind of the side effect that was interesting to me, and and I appreciated. But uh, yeah, the if you have not seen it, I highly recommend hopping on YouTube, looking up Star Wars Theory, and checking out Vader Episode One: Shards of the Past. Yeah, it's uh it's worth of it's worth a view. And uh, yeah. like I said, six mil, almost six million views as we record. That's only and, part uh, one. That's only part one. So yeah, good stuff there. Um, the last item I had for us actually is also a YouTube video. And uh, this, oh, Mike, how many social media are you going to attack me on this one for? <laughs> well, we're also going to talk about Twitter. So, oh boy, <laughs> yeah, there you go. Um, several months ago, I think over the summer it was. Uh, I'm at best. Do you know Abed best? Personally, uh, yes. You do? We're very good friends. Yes. BFFs. He doesn't know that yet. <laughs> he will soon. He will. When I show up at his house. So uh, right. Ahmed, for those who don't know, is the actor that portrayed Jar Jar Binks in the... Oh, yes. For those who weren't listening during the Porkins Bite of the Week. <laughs> yes. <laughs> part, of the, part of the prequel trilogy. So Again. Yes. So um, <laughs> anyway, over the summer, he tweeted out a picture... That he had taken. He was with his son. He was in New York City, which is where he grew up. Brooklyn he, Bridge. He took him to the Brooklyn Bridge, and they were walking the bridge, and uh, he stopped at a spot that had held some meaning for him, and uh, he took a picture, and he just sent out a tweet, and he, he said he just really didn't even think much of it, you know, just his few followers that followed him on Twitter that, you know, they'd see it, and, the, you know, kind of that would be it, but uh, that that image in, the, in that tweet actually gained a lot of traction, and that particular tweet he revealed to the world that uh, um, that at one point after um, the Phantom Menace, that which uh, he didn't call it specific. He said twenty years ago. Yeah, twenty years ago. Yeah, I mean, at, at so yeah, didn't specify a day or anything, but uh, basically said that uh, there was a time where he was really feeling pretty beat up over um, the backlash that he got mm-hmm. over. Um, his role in the Phantom Menace and the prequel trilogies as Jar Jar, and uh, actually considered, you know, I'll let you watch the video. Are you but getting choked up? A little bit. The glare, the glare in your glasses <laughs> are really throwing me too. A little bit, but basically, almost, you know, d- considered took his own life. Yes, he almost right. took it's his hard own to, life. It's hard to even say. I am it's hard to even so say. blessed by the fact that you can't get the words out that <laughs> I'm going to start tearing up, even though I'm not emotional about this at all. <clears throat> Look, I. I Usually these things, I mean, because we've heard a if lot. you start crying, I'm going to start crying. <laughs> no, I'm you're not, crying. Not at all. No, I'm not crying. You're I just, just want to set this, <laughs> this discussion up this way. I mean, over the last year, we've heard a lot about, you know, all the, the toxic fans are just so mean to the actors and the creators and, and the, all this the, the stuff. Female, the female ones. I mean, <laughs> just the female the females, ones. Yeah, right. Just the females. I'm at best. Nothing. No, you never got anything but praise. <laughs> 
<laughs> so, um, you know, there's been a lot said about toxic fans attacking, um, you know, creators and, and actors and all yeah. that stuff online. And, and actually, People I've are been horrible. And I've, well, <laughs> I've actually been pretty critical of that because I feel like, well, first off, yeah, when you're online and you're on Twitter, I mean, Twitter, we said this before, is the anus of the internet. I mean, yes. it's awful. It's yes, an awful it place where people just burn each other constantly. And uh, does 4chan you know, even exist anymore, or did it like get <laughs> enough Pokemon candy to evolve into Twitter? True. Oh. Yeah, it could be. That works. It could Twitter be. Chan. So you know, with, all right, you need to make a side by side comparison of that. All right, I'm on it. Photoshop. <laughs> so my point here, though, is that. You know, I'm kind of critical of that. Yes, I don't think that people should be out there, you know, jumping all over people in a mean way. I mean, I, I'm all about critical discussion mm -hmm. and telling it like it is. And I'm all about making sarcastic jokes even. I'll go yes. one further. Yes, I agree. But mantra, don't be a dick. Yeah, don't be a dick. Just don't, don't be, a, be dick. a dick. Come on. Right. It's it's pretty simple. Yeah. You know, but the people are that way and you just got to know that. So I guess my point, yes, on the fan side, don't be a dick. But mm -hmm. on on the star side, the celebrity side. Which can be if if you're inexperienced <laughs> and feeling targeted, it's hard to have perspective. Okay. But also don't be a dick. <laughs> well, I feel like if you're telling the the fans don't be a dick, I'm feeling feel like I'm telling the celebrities don't be Ryan Johnson. Mm. <laughs> Don't go out there and stoke the flames. Need I point out the redundancy <laughs> of what you just said? Because he really was being one for a while. Um, yeah, I mean, getting out there and just throwing himself into it and, and you know, playing the victim, I, at least I felt like. I mean, I know the there's going to be people that disagree with me on that. But, but the difference is, in this case, I'm at best giving his perspective yes. Okay. on it. Yes, and that's where I was going with yeah. this, is that I, I was almost kind of critical, pretty critical on the, the side of, you know, of... The, the celebrities, the, the the people, you know. I always feel bad for him because I thought he was cool. <laughs> I did too. I've always, I thought, always, he's the, I've always right. thought he's the coolest dude. Right. So I always I'm like, man, that really sucks. So, <laughs> you know, you you watch this video and this video that he's put out now is a result of that initial tweet that, that kind of became viral. Yeah. And, and it's, 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 the videos are uh, done. What, what What's it called? I've been there or whatever. It's it's a it's a YouTube right. channel or something where they make the YouTube, videos about people who've been in tough situations. Well, this particular video is on a channel called Soul Pancake, and Ooh. the video is called "That Moment I Opened Up About Suicide." So, if you want to check it out, and okay. we'll we'll link it up so you can go look at it too. But um, oh yeah, okay. So it's a very ahead, it's a very well done. It's a um, you know very well produced um, video where Ahmed just kind of sits down and tells the story of that tweet mm -hmm. and his life growing up and his experience through the film and uh, it it's just basically it's what you call a testimony. Yeah, He's man, throwing out his testimony, right. and it was it just it just I don't know for me personally it just put a human side to it on well, the, yeah for the celebrities. I like hearing that like you know. I didn't have an agent. Yes. I didn't have right. representation. I didn't have any of that. It was just me and the fans. Like he didn't have anybody to talk him through it. Right. So he was hitting it all. It was hitting him personally. Right. And he had no coach. Right. For how to get through it. And I'm like, you don't think of someone being in a Star Wars movie, yeah. but then not having representation. You don't think of celebrities right. quote unquote people think when they think celebrity they think people of means that have got a lot of money Kelly and that, Marie that Tran of... didn't go to shrug it off school exactly <laughs> we, we say you're a celebrity <laughs> you need to learn to shrug it off and right. we're not wrong right but she didn't get taken to shrug it off school There's... beforehand and so her quitting Insta yeah. and Twitter right. was her method of learning that which right. I think we know sure 
We right. know, like, well, let her do it. That's fine. Right. Everybody else, shut up. Right. Because she's deal. She's dealing with it. Yes. Let's keep not feeding the trolls, and yes. we'll all be better. Which she'll get better at it. We'll all let more trolls I mean, and people die. Have said, people have said this a million times. Yeah. You, you can you can hate the character of Rose Tico, but leave leave Kelly Marie Tran alone. I mean, Duh. don't 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 copy her. Don't you know? Don't go to her page and harass her and all that stuff. And and the same the same thing here. And again, this just really puts a human face to that because and it, it's true because not all celebrities are at the same level. I mean, yeah. George George Lucas and J.J. Abrams and it's Ryan hard to Johnson. remember that because it's Star Wars. Yes. Like, everybody right. here consummate wizened <laughs> yes. professional. Yes, I mean everybody's at, Harrison Ford. <laughs> that's right. They're crashing planes on the set all the time. So you the know, parking lot's just time. a nightmare zone. Broken down forward. <laughs> Like just post you know, Ahmed Best. Ahmed Best was just the guy that you know was in Stomp. Yeah, you know, and he's it, like what twenty two when he got cast. Yes, or yeah, real young. So he's like twenty four years old, and right. like the most hated character yeah. of all time was something that came from his soul, right? But something but, that he made, right? Yes, right, exactly. He and didn't I mean, write it, but he made it. But and, and think about it, coming from his perspective, yes, a young guy in his twenties, you know, somebody's there at his show, and they're so like, hey, come try out for the Star Wars mm-hmm. film next. You know, you're literally standing next to George Lucas at your audition. Yes, mm-hmm. at your audition. I yeah. mean, for crying out loud, you know, and you're being and everybody on set is constantly telling you that this is amazing, everything you're doing is great, <laughs> this is going to be huge, and boom, you're literally at the top of the most hated characters yeah. of all time right. list. Right. That's your name associated Att- with attached that. to it. Yeah. And that's a character that you brought to life, and that bottomed him out, man. Right. He was ready to right. go. Yeah. Ready to shuffle yeah. off this mortal coil. So that sucks. Yeah. And now and, on the upside, he's got a family now. He's happy. Yes, right. You know what I mean? So it's not all I mean, you gotta, the you video gotta, is actually pretty inspiring. Yeah, and you gotta watch a video and he talks about the moment where he considered it where he was on the Brooklyn Bridge. That was that was kind of his thing when he lived in the city, was that he just he, he was his inspiration to go walk up the bridge. Yeah. And and at one point he had stopped and, and had this consideration, then had his second thought. And uh, I did, yeah, it was very inspirational. And then the because, wind almost blew him off, and he right? goes, "Ah, and yeah. he goes, oh wait, Whoa, wait a minute. Apparently, I don't want to die." Right. And and he just had this this great mantra of of no, you know, let's get to the next day, and yeah, then the next day, and the then, and I'm like, and it's it's just a good life lesson, really. But yes, one yeah, day fast, at a time, baby. Fast forward to you know 2019, mm-hmm. you know he's got a son and and you know a family and and uh, you know so good on him that he's. You know, put that behind him, but um, yeah, it's not always easy, and not all stars are at at super uber mega levels. But see, and, and here's the here's the real trick in the internet age, and the fact that people are horrible, it's more challenging because even back then, most people weren't internet savvy at the time of episode one coming out, right? Sure, right. Um, now, the the people who really want to do evil. Those types of internet trolls, not the, not the, just the, the, the vile spewing hate mongers, like the people who actually want to sow the seeds of discord. Okay. Of discordance. Discord's fine. Join us on discord. <laughs> um, those people will find the most vulnerable targets and someone like Kelly Marie Tran was perfect. 
furniture. Right. Perfect because she was brand spanking new. Right. Green as all get out. Right. A divisive character. It, I, I shouldn't even say a divisive. I don't think there's anything wrong with the character. It's just no. the writing. Yeah. But sure. even the right. character. See, in Jar Jar's case, the character's questionable. Sure. Right. But the character of, of Rose Tico is perfectly fine. Yeah, sure. Right. You know, and, right. and her situation is fine. Right. But the writing itself was. Writing the plot points. Right. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. So, so, but, but, but she's the perfect person to target to make a bigger dent to try to take advantage to hurt to show that you can actually sow these seeds of anger and angst right. discord and cause negative reactions and cause people to infight amongst themselves because guess what there are people in this world who get off on that this yeah. isn't tinfoil hat kind of stuff no this is reality mm-hmm. right there are people who want to puppet that kind of stuff and sit back and what do they want to do michael kane watch the world burn you know yeah <laughs> good yeah and if you let them it's going to happen. So they're going to, in the future, there's not, this isn't going to let up. We can have all the anti-bullying no. campaigns we want. If right. anything, that just either, I really think it causes, it probably inspires more fueling of the fire, at least at this level. I think that on average, young kids maybe are nicer to each other than they used to be. It seems that way yeah. sometimes, but they want to, they have good hearts. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, but, but at this, I mean, it's not going to get better. They're going to keep attacking people in all manner of media if they find them vulnerable. So you don't see it as much like there's a lot of infighting and stuff amongst YouTubers and stuff like that, but you don't see any of them just getting slaughtered by the crowd and like just going to pieces or being personally attacked because they're already people going out there on the internet and taking the risk. They, they, most of them kind of know or learn real quick what's involved. You're going to be an internet personality, but when you're movie personality, you handpicked and put in the top grossing film of the year and you'd have nothing on your resume. What is there to prepare you? What, what, what trial by fire Sure. Or what, like the fire's at full blast. You don't get to simmer up like you do, like putting out a YouTube video that 10 people watch and the next one, 50 right. people watch, next one, 100 people watch. You know what right. I mean? It's literally boom, you're there. Right. We're going to see this more and more. Sure. And we've got to, as a public, learn A, not only to band together in support of these people, regardless sure. of how we felt about the character or anything, but B, not be idiots and start casting stones amongst ourselves just sure. because there's right. some toxic a holes right. on the fringe. That's what and I'm saying. They are on the fringe. I don't care how well no, they're like there's like 50 people or 100 people harassing her. I'm yeah, like out right. of millions. Right. 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 Billions worldwide, but yeah. I mean, yeah, I just mean millions on Twitter, you know what I mean? Yeah. I'm like "Eh, we need to treat it like fringe assholeism, not because it goes unaddressed, but because the people who participate need to understand that we think of them as fringe assholes. Sure. Sure. Um I mean, and and I think you're you're hitting right on. I'm on I mean, my you just hard right now. I <laughs> the, the the problem is though, is I think there's a contingent of people, and again, I think they have good hearts, but they think that that the only way to fight that is by fighting back. Right. Fight fire with fire. Incorrect. And, and it is completely incorrect. It's just ignore assholes. I mean, funny thing is, a lot of these people would probably be extremely pacifist when it comes to actual foreign policy, <laughs> but when it comes to each yes. other, we'll go ahead and just well, slaughter you, each other. Do you remember when this Kelly Marie Tran? thing first happened i think our initial reaction was okay she left twitter yep right move the, she our did first the, reaction she did the, was she did, she the, did the, right the right thing, thing. yeah right <laughs> yep you know do, but, do what you did but then everybody else decided to plant some kind of signpost on it she be shouldn't like, have to leave she <laughs> shouldn't have to do that I'm like whoa whoa agreed in a perfect world those things wouldn't happen 
but we're not in a perfect world and, and she's never doing will be no we never will be and she's right. doing the right thing given the status of what she's now doing right you know what i mean yeah. to 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 it's damage control you always got to i mean there's i mean famous people have uh, some of them have pr handlers for right. just this right. kind of thing you know what i mean this this it, it's not abnormal and i think to get all it's kicked all about up, managing optics it is and it's and and to kick up a, a poop storm about it just to prove that yeah. I said just to prove optics. that you're on the side of good right if that if if to put yourself if to prove that you're on the side of good or put yourself on the side of good means that you have to take someone else and call them bad you got to knock someone down a peg that you've got to point at other people and say right. if you don't agree with me you're bad or you're part of the problem and I don't want to turn into yeah. the Joe Rogan podcast over here or anything <laughs> like that I, here I'm Bill Burr I'm all mad about this shit um I, I, there's no point there's no point you're not helping. You're not. You're not. We need. It's unification, man. We need to unify. She shouldn't be treated that way. Right. She's doing the right thing to get under control. Yeah. And let's make sure that we continue to exclude the buttholes rather than give them that much more of a ripe garden. I don't know how much I ignore. I ignore a lot. <laughs> you That's have, the best I'm way to ignore, ignore more you just and more. Ignore. You, you just have to ignore. I mean, yeah. when you scroll through Twitter, especially, you have to. The I, moment you just click, stop scrolling going. through Twitter. The moment you click and respond. You're just fueling. Right. And I never right. do. Ever. Ever. It's broken, it's man. Twitter. Yeah. It's broken. Well, that's it's, a, <clears throat> I shouldn't say it's sorry. broken. There I are people a, who don't understand how it works. Well, I, I know that the majority of us have really kind of tapered off on Twitter yeah. altogether. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Agreed. Yeah. It's just, it's a very toxic place. And I don't like it. I mean, anymore. I, I, I've, st- I've stopped using it as a place to have discussion. Go Actually, on Twitter and do hashtag go to, ban go to Discord. That's yeah. where that's where the cool discussions are happening. Well, yeah, at least our, on our, our Discord. Our Discord. Once again, you can go to the Fly Casual subreddit and find a link into Discord because we're having just kickback, fun conversations about the stuff that we're interested in. But just people. I mean, they get. I mean. You have conversations on Twitter and it just devolves so fast and people. And that's the other thing about Discord. Discord can, and, can be a live t- a live chat. Yes, right. It, you know, it doesn't have you don't have to use it that way, but you can. And you and it's not this thing where, oh, I came back six hours later and I've completely lost perspective on this conversation that we're having. Even though you have the freedom to do that, right? Sure, right. But uh but yeah. Discord, we've got a we've got a controlled environment there where we can say, all right, over here we're gonna talk about this, over here we're gonna talk about that, over here we're gonna talk about this, and we can talk about all these things. Uh but yeah. We even have a Funko channel. Yeah, Funko for the time being. Channel. Don't make me limit your admin accesses, you bees. Pops. Bunch of and we talk squishy bee holes. Speaking of squishy bee holes. What? Squishy you know, we, just, we just did repitch the, uh, the 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 Discord thing, but you should also follow us on Twitter. That thing that we were telling you not to use. Don't do it. <laughs> don't follow us on. T- unfollow us. Wait, no, don't do that. Wait. No, no. Shut, I'm, shut up. Sh- I didn't say that. Shut up. If you feel like harassing a Star Wars person, harass us. We can take it. That's yeah, true. Do it. Yeah, we that like is true. We like the harassment. You can crawl right up our butts and like mm, start so <laughs> musty. Wow, did that just happen? 
It's late, guys. Uh, KY droid, I tell you. <laughs> He's back again. He oh. is. He just won't quit. That's why they call him the slip. Never mind. Um, uh, but yes, do join us on Twitter at FlyCasual1138. Uh, uh, and but but while you're at it, please join the Discord because that man, we really enjoy it. It's new. It's new. It's I would st- I'd still call it in its beta stages. How we've got it set up. Uh, we've got news uh, news bots pulling in Star Wars news and stuff, <laughs> and uh, and and the YouTube content and the podcast content's all going in there. And we're also just talking about whatever, and it's fun. It's it's a lot of fun. I'm checking it mo- many 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 times per day just to see if anything's going in there, and uh, we're having some conversations with uh, with listeners just like you, and and I'm really glad to have those uh, who've joined there, and we want more. So maybe we get some gaming on in there, get some Overwatch. Yeah, that's a, we. Uh, <laughs> I I've got to manage the audio channels because there's no reason why we couldn't have fly casual gaming. Uh, audio channels Ooh. in there. I just haven't got in there and got it set up proper. Right now, we're actually using our Discord to record. So if you were in here on a on on a specific Friday night on the Discord channel, you could actually see us in there recording. At some point in the future, we may open it up so that you can live listen and chat while yeah. we're recording. But working on that. But then whenever uh, whenever Papa comes in and goes off on his wild racist rants, it gets hard to manage. So. <laughs> Yeah, we uh, edit. He's actually on every episode. We just edit. Yeah. Oh, we, we have, have to. to. Have to. <laughs> you don't have a choice. No choices. Oh man! If there were censors on the internet, he'd flag them. They'd be flagged in a second. Uh, but but yeah, uh, that's where it's happening. So please join us there. Also, you can follow us on Facebook, facebook.com slash podcast. Give us a nice little review wherever you are getting the podcast. Whether you're going to betterkind.com, clicking on the show so you can follow along the show notes. Uh, oh, but if you're if if you're if you're if you're out there doing the iTunes, doing the Stitcher, doing the the Google Play, doing the 800 podcast apps, uh, hey, go in and give us a nice little review so that other people using your service can can find us too. Because uh, we really want to we really want to grow the community. I don't you know. I'm going to level with you. I always, probably most people have already stopped listening at this point because I've gone into the the end of podcast spiel. But <laughs> um, I'm going to be honest with you. Like, I don't, like, we always wanted more listeners historically. I mean, we don't, this podcast is completely unfunded except by Howie. Um, Thanks, Howie. Welcome. We, uh, we don't. Kickstarter. We don't. <laughs> we, it's a we, dividend from his Funko stock. We've but not really. tried. We've always wanted more listeners, but we've not really. I think until recently, recently been interested in actually growing community. We like. We've always liked talking with listeners mm-hmm. on Twitter. Like that's. We don't just say that. Like we actually really. That's enjoyable because what we get there when we're interacting with listeners are like we know that like the people who listen to the show and whatever you guys want to interact on a certain level. We we have similar expectations. You you've heard us and you know how we talk. Um, but lately I think, and, and I think maybe it's even related to this alleged toxicity and, and there's toxicity. I'm calling it alleged just because the scale and the source I think is debatable. It can get skewed. Yeah. It can get pretty skewed, but in the midst of all these claims of star Wars toxicity, and I hear it from outside the community, I hear like on like talk show gags and stuff like that about oh, star Wars fans are the worst. And I'm just like, that's 
I know I've been uh, four letter wording it a lot tonight, but that's bullshit. That's <laughs> pretty <laughs> true. Bullshit. I mean, I, I don't think it's worst. I don't think it's any different than any other fandom. It's just their scale. I don't know. Do you know Pittsburgh Steelers fans? I do. <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> Amen. Raiders fans. Amen. Have you been to a Bears game? Do you know how they treat their own players? The fans are toxic. So anyway. Um, but, but having said that, I think maybe there's a little bit of a spark there in all of us. It's kind of like, you know, not to use the word safe space, but I think we just want to want to kind of create a casual space Very, yep. where you don't need to feel safe because you're casual. It's, it's one, it's two ways of saying the same thing, but you don't need to feel like you need to really, really buckle down. We want people to be able to be themselves. Yes. We don't want to be offensive because, again, don't be a dick. Right. But I think that's kind of we're wanting to grow the community. We're not necessarily wanting to be a bigger part of the existing fandom. Nah. I don't think that's what we're going for. I think we're just going to find more people that people just like us that just, you know, uh, you know, they, people they, like you, the listener. Yeah. That, that, you know, I mean, well, I mean, the model for our podcast, I mean, a bunch of guys that just sit around a campfire talking Star Wars. I that's mean, a, that's, that's, that's the model for the podcast. So that's if that that's, was the pre podcast podcast. Right. So if that's, you know, if that's you, um, yeah, join us, come in. Like you said, it's, it's, it's casual and that's how we like to keep it. Yeah. It's respectful and it's fun. That's so. right. You can come in and you can bitch and moan and complain and uh, and praise and love and everything else and it's all acceptable here. Or you can I, just be chill. We should we should make a bitching channel. The bitchy Ooh. channel. Well, I was going to use your Funko Pop channel for that. So boo. <laughs> there you go. So in the meantime, I'm going to put some bots in there. Thank you all bots. very much Funko for joining bots. and listening tonight. I'm Corey. Over there is Mike. <laughs> Who are we at? Hour two now? <laughs> I fast forward. I'm in three and a half hours in. Oh, so. yes. Cheating. Cheat. <laughs> Cheater. Cheater. Gotta watch the whole thing or it doesn't count. Over uh, there's Howie. Uh, good nighty night. Bye bye. Bye bye. Over there's Gary. Do not watch The Lobster. It is terrible. Watch The Lobster. Don't. I don't care if you got to sit yourself down like Malcolm McDowell and put toothpicks in your eyes. You do. This is what you do. The lobster, then the holiday special. Back oh, to back. Shoot. Oh, now how we, how we, yeah. You trying to kill our fans? There's, there are things that we can condone <laughs> and there's things that we can't. And then inject some heroin straight into your eyeball. Right. And yeah. cocaine. Start booting that black tar heroin straight out of the balloons you smuggle in your butt. <laughs> butt balloons. Butt balloons. Yeah. You're going to say, if I'm going out, I'm going out. Philip Seymour Hoffman. Kind of like the style. night after. Yeah. Too soon. Too soon for on the on Philip Seymour Hoffman. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> I don't. Yeah. I don't know. Is, Did he win the, an Oscar? Yeah, he got it for Capote. Yeah, too soon. Too. I thought if you had the Oscar, then like the statute of limitations was shorter because you got your reward. So now we can all make fun. Oh, good point. Yeah. <laughs> got him. Yeah, take that, Philip Seymour Hoffman. Philip. We are jelly. Phil. About time. Jeez. Fucking Pete. Seymour. Dude hasn't responded to my tweet, and uh, I just want to know what the hell he thinks hey, he's doing. That's so um, important.
But guess what? Chicken butt? Uh, Black Bruce yeah. Wayne has retweeted. Black Bruce Wayne did retweet me. 